welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. This week on the podcast, we discuss... You didn't say hello. uh, Why? I had a thing, and you ruined it. (laughs) My name is Elaine. I'm Carly. I need to know what that thing was. It's too late. You ruined it. I'm John. I'm Tony. I'm sorry. This week on the podcast, we discuss our favorite movie candy and why it's always Junior Mints. Well, that's a good one. What, is your favorite candy Junior Mints, Tony? Everybody. Favorite candy? It's Junior's and Carl, you're it, next. I'll start it's thinking. Junior Mints. Movie favorite candy. Favorite movie candy? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I'd go with Junior Mints. Not my favorite movie candy. Not does, my favorite candy, but movie candy. There's does, not a lot of options. Does popcorn count? No, it's oh. not a candy. Okay, I'm just checking. Mm. Peanut butter M&M's. Mm. <laughs> Snow caps. Yeah, John likes the snow caps. He likes non-Pirellis. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can do your Like a white though. chick loves pumpkin spice. <laughs> I don't like pumpkin spice. Unless it's in pumpkin pie. Each of us has selected That's a true. Me too. specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have action adventure. <laughs> I have drama and romance. I have a science fiction fantasy. <laughs> we take turns selecting from our movie genre. Movies that, in our opinion, have not received their spec to reserve. Exactly. They reserve. <laughs> they reserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list. He's using his note this week, folks. <laughs> but maybe while listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is John's pick. 1998's Blade. Now, I know what you're saying. What's Blade? How'd you know I was saying that? Well, because Tony I know Tony was you. not saying that. <laughs> is this a movie about a sword? Yes. The Burning Blade? Actually, kind of. All right, so. Does she have green eyes? No. Okay. She has brown eyes. Yeah. It would have been a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, vampire got a lot of health. <laughs> okay. Would you say vampires have a lot of health? They're not really alive, but no. All right. Vampires got a lot of they life. Have that, um, they have that un- unlimited lives thing, that, the right. secret code that you unlock. So, Blade is a 1998 um, Marvel comic book movie. Now, here's what's funny about this. This is a Marvel movie that was put out by New Line, which is owned by Warner Brothers, who's a subsidiary, no, who's owned by DC or owns DC. Mm-hmm. So this is a Marvel movie that produced by DC. I don't think they owned it then, did they? Pro- I don't know, <laughs> but it is now. Yeah, but either way, yeah. It's interesting that DC put out a Marvel movie. Everybody gives credit to the X-Men films Yeah. for, for being, this was a big movie. This was a big movie. For like, people. This is fans. the actual first, uh, well this is the first Marvel black lead um, comic book hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The first one was Spawn. Yeah. Which no one remembers. I remember Because that, that wasn't movie. a very good movie, but it was what it was. But this was the it, first... It left an impression. Yeah. <laughs> it sure did. Well, this was the first one lead of a black guy. This is also the first R-rated comic book movie, which people forget about. Yeah. But, yeah, because when all that stuff was going on, and I remember you saying it too, Yeah. On was, you know, this is the first, you know, African-American-led it's movie. Like, first R-rated... like, Blade. Blade. Um... Still this Blade. was back when I never thought about that stuff, because right. when I watched Blade, I didn't go, wow, that's a cool black dude. I just thought, wow, I really like the superhero, and this is a great movie. And that's what's great about this. I mean, the, we'll see. I mean, that's what's great about this movie is I don't, it doesn't matter what the race of the character yeah. is. Blade is a cool character. Yeah. His race is, he's a black guy. Well, he's not even African-American, because Blade is from Europe. He's from Britain. In the comic oh, yeah? books, yeah. I don't know. I don't and originally know. in comic books, he was from England, so mm. you can't say he's African-American. Like, he was, at, no, well, he's English. So... I don't know what they say there for 
um, black guys. I've heard comedians say what they say there, but it's not a word I will say. <laughs> He's just a black guy. I, yeah, I'm like I, for the life of me, can't I don't care. remember what they call. I feel like this is a good time to drop this little tidbit. Yeah. Wes, um, Wesley Snipes became attached to the Blade Project mm-hmm. because he was in discussions to play Black Panther, but it was going nowhere fast, so he left that project and came to Blade. And you know who wow. was, Can you imagine Wesley Snipes as Black Panther? Actually, yes, and it would have been fucking awesome. I, I know I could, too. <laughs> I can, yeah. I could, but I'm, I'm much... More happy that they. But I play. thought the Black <laughs> yeah. Panther movie was fantastic. With and the yeah. guy that like, was, it wouldn't have been the same movie, but yeah. It no. Who who else? Somebody else was in talks to play Blade though too. L, L. Cool J. Yeah. Really? L. Oh wow! Can you imagine? I can. L. Cool Blade. L. Cool Blade. You know who was who they wanted to get to play Deacon Frost? Jet Li. Really? We were almost we almost had a Jet Li versus Wesley Snipes or Jet Li versus LL Cool J. Because we were just talking about that. Wouldn't that have changed everything? So you guys were getting the pizza. When (laughs) when you guys went to get the pizza, I was talking to Carly about how I was surprised by how many Asian actors were Mm -hmm. in this film. Mm -hmm. And I told her about how you watched the that documentary thing on the DVD and that about how Wesley Snipes wanted this to have that Asian Hong Kong Kung Fu kind of movie. Mm -hmm. He wanted that influence, which would have been really interesting if they had Jet Li. It would have been that fight scene badass. I was like, if you really wanted to do that, then they should have had the vampire, the head vampire dude, Mm -hmm. the the bad guy in the movie, be an Asian dude. Well, there was an Asian guy there. (laughs) (laughs) There's a few. Yeah, but none of them were like... Even named characters. I like Stephen Dorff, though. I do like Stephen Dorff. I, I remember when Stephen Dorff was going to be like the it actor. Mm-hmm. He was one of the it actors, and then and he did Deuces Wild, and like fuck this guy. He had the best episode of Punked. Did you ever see that show? No, Justin Timberlake had the best episode. Well, no, of Justin Timberlake did, but he had the second one because they set him up in a bar where he went into a bar and a bunch of people kind of crowded him, mm-hmm. and he and the guy was like, "I love you, Stephen Dorff. Can I buy you a beer?" He goes, "No, nah, man, I'm rich. I'll buy you a beer." He's like, "Oh, okay," and he bought him a couple beers and he paid for them. And then at the end, there was a bunch of people. And at the end, when he was getting ready to leave the bar, he was, they were like, whoa, man, um, the bartender says you owe us uh, seven grand for all the beers and stuff that you bought and stuff like that. He goes, no, I don't. And he just left. <laughs> and they couldn't, they couldn't catch him because they thought he was going to be all outraged. He's like, no, I don't. And he just left. And it was like, that was the big episode. It was hilarious. One of my favorite ones, those was uh, Steve Austin. Oh, where, yeah. Where the guy was like being a dick. The manager. So they had to stop it because Steve was going to whoop his yes. ass. Like he got in his face. He's like, you're a real piece of shit. You know yeah. that? And the guy was like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> that Anyways, was good. So Stephen stay Dorf, tuned for our punked episode. <laughs> Stephen Dorff is great. Have Carly, have you ever seen the movie The Power of One? No. It's a Stephen Dorff movie. It's from, ni- by two. It's from 1992, and it's about um, apartheid in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's real good. All right, is look. it as good as The Gate? I've never seen The Gate, but this one has Morgan Freeman in it. The Gate's terrible. <laughs> but it was the first thing I've seen him, and he's like six in it. <laughs> well, then I'm going to say it's definitely better than The Gate. It it's funny, he had a bunch of big movie roles right around this time, and mm-hmm. now you're like, you'll see him and stuff. Go, oh, hey, look, Stephen Dorff. He's kind of like Christian Slater. He shows up somewhere, and you're like, oh, cool. Or oh, D.B. Sweeney. Yeah. D.B. Sweeney's another good one. Speaking of D.B. Sweeney, other African-American lead role. Spawn, he was in that. I was like, uh, D.B. Sweeney was not in an African-American <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in uh, Spawn and um, Cutting Edge. I was really confused where that was going. All right, well, let's uh, let's get back to Blade here for a minute okay. if we can. Do we have to? Yes. All right, so the budget for this was $45 million, mm-hmm. and it made a little bit of money. How much is a little? I don't want to tell you. 130, 
point one point excuse me point two million in the U.S. So a lot of money. It made quite a bit of money, but it only has a forty-five percent Metacritic, fifty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seven point one out of ten on IMDb. Well, within tolerance levels. Then. Yeah, the it meets our criteria because the you know the schmucks who review things didn't like it. Um, what did you think going in, Carly? I thought. This is a movie I really feel like I should have seen by now. I'm glad it was picked because I really should see it. <laughs> People talk about it all the time. <laughs> and I've never seen it. Okay. Uh, Lane? I thought, when was the last time I saw Blade? I think mostly in the last decade I've seen <clears throat> Blade 3 like a thousand times. Because you love Ryan Reynolds? No, because it's the one that was always on TV. Hmm. It was never Blade. It was always Blade 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because whenever there's multiple movies in a thing, it's always the weakest one that they put on. And I do like Ryan Reynolds. but So I was trying to think of the last time I saw this movie, and I couldn't. It's been a long time. So it was definitely time for a rewatch. Best part about Blade 3 is Ryan Reynolds, where he's pretty much uh, he's playing Blade, because Hannibal King um, in the comics is nothing like Hannibal King in the movie. The best part about Blade 3 is the uh, Vampire Vampire Pomeranian. Yeah. <laughs> when we do that movie, Elaine's favorite character, Vampire Pomeranian. Mm. Tony! I was like, cool. I watch this probably at least once a year. So, let's do it. All right, so we got you. Have you already here. watched it this year? No. Oh, good. Oh. Well, usually we'll watch watch all of them. You know, I'll get in the mood. Well, here's your... Let me give you a couple of reviews. And this one here is from um, David Kerr. This is in 2015. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a little context. He wrote, has, the comic, has comic book movies reached the end of the line? This gloomy, fair... Been there, done that aspect of Blade certainly suggests so. This guy's an idiot because mm-hmm. he's saying that... When did um, it come out? The movie came out in 98. 98. And he's so writing he's this like, in Has comic book movies gotten come to the end here? It's like, um, this was the beginning. Yeah, very, I wouldn't say the very be- beginning. I want to say like the very beginning. I, well, I consider Batman the beginning. Well, there's Superman, you know. But I mean, oh, yeah, Superman, there's Superman, and then, Batman, there was Spider-Man. Yeah, like, there was a bunch of stuff before Blade. For a non-iconic <laughs> hero, this was pretty... Yeah, he know. wasn't a well-known character yeah. until this. This this you could tell this movie was very close to not being made yeah. <laughs> because who the hell knew ever heard of Blade? Exactly. <laughs> um, and here's one: Wesley Snipes has the chops to play Blade and turns the character into a vampire hunting John Shaft. Nice. <laughs> I love the Shaft reference. It's like, yep, that's the one. Who's that one by? Um, that is from Felix Velasquez Jr. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Felix. So, wonder if anybody? Well, I was gonna say probably not, but I wonder if any of these people here that we read their their reviews on our podcast mm. i don't know I if we f- happen to read your review on our podcast please let us know by tweeting at us at unmovie podcast <laughs> or emailing us at <clears throat> unmoviepodcast at gmail.com all right so let's get started here movie opens new line cinema and they changed the logo to red for this movie which was uh, something i learned on seven facts you didn't know about blade <laughs> and is i knew the other of, i knew some of i knew five out of the seven so. is that yeah, of because of lamagra yeah because uh what freddy was it was black i think well the background's blue yeah all right so we opened to show blade's mother giving birth to her to him and someone says she's been bitten <laughs> all right great and they pull out blade and he looks like a fake baby. Like, doesn't look real. No, Tony, we're not putting it in a boat. I was going to say. No need to. And the title card hits. Well, after her wallet falls to the floor that he ends up with for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> title card hits. Blade. After Bussy Snipes. Stephen Dorff. Blade. Moving on. 
So we have the super fast um, time lapse showing that time is passing. <laughs> Visually, it, it gets you okay, great. Because he's a grown-up. Yeah, now, now he's a grown-up. <laughs> also, fun fact, in the um, comics, he was born in 1929, and this he's born in 1967, so he's considerably younger. Hmm. So in this, they're saying like he ages at the same time right as a human, but in the comics, he ages super slow. Well, not super slow, not Wolverine slow, but slow, well, slower. Faster than a vampire, but... Right, because he's... There's also a few subtle differences they did for him, but um, we're not going to get into all that. If you need to learn about that, go check that stuff out at the comic book store. And, the, and Blade is a good one. All right, so we have... Um, oh, I didn't do who was in the movie. Wesley Snipes is in it. Stephen Dorff is in it. Steven Steven is in it. <laughs> Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson's in it. What's his name that plays Dragon Eddie? He's in a lot of shit. Udo mm-hmm. Kier. Yeah, he's probably been in another movie that we did. I can't think of it, but... I'm sure... Uh, tons of stuff. Uh, the director... I looked at the girl that plays Karen. She was in, like, nothing... That's sad. Stephen Norrington was a director. The only thing I know he did was leave Extraordinary Gentleman. Um, and that's it. And some other people. Let's see. <laughs> Snow Latham. She was in uh, Aliens vs. Predator. Oh. Anyway, Maybe so, he's loving basketball. so let's start to the movie. Hmm. The writer is the same one that wrote Batman Begins, Batman vs. Superman, The Dark Right, Night, Dark, si- or, ugh, Dark City... Okay. Yeah, All we're moving past that. Stop hijacking my podcast. <laughs> All right. So Tracy Lords, who's yes, that girl in that movie. That's Never why she looks familiar. She's a porn star. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I don't get it. It's like I don't get it. She's the girl in that movie. Yeah. She's a porn star that did like a hundred movies, and then they found out ninety nine of them were made when she was uh, underage. So they erased them all, and there's like one movie or something. Like, Do you want to know why I recognize her? I saw her not, Howard Stern one time. Not because I've seen her in porn, but because she's in the movie Crybaby as Wanda. Carly's nodding her head as if she's ever seen that movie, nope. but she hasn't. It's a great early Johnny Depp film yeah, it from 1990. Oh, 1990 is a hell of a year for movies. Has Ricky Lake in it. You know, it was a hell of a year for movies when the number one movie that entire year was Home Alone. Big, like a it's bit. a big movie. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so so she's the red-haired chick. She's the red-haired the chick that brings right. the guy to and the. And they're club. driving, and he, and she asks him when he got there, and he's like, "Ooh, my heat seeker," and then she grabs him by the yam bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, hey now." <laughs> heat seeking Dennis. Mm-hmm. That's the, he's built as heat seeking Dennis. I love. Is that. he really? Yes. 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 Wow, Dennis. He's not Dennis. He's heat seeking Dennis. Wow. All right. So then. Um, we go to a, a slaughterhouse slash like butcher shop and he notices like there's a person in a bag and he's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and she's like, and he, he actually like, what was that? So she kisses him and at this point I'd have been like, nope, I'm going to go. But then she yells at um, a bouncer, well, I guess the doorman, who I only ever know him from other one other movie is Bullet. He was Mickey Rourke's buddy in Bullet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like that movie. It's been a really long time since I've seen it. That movie doesn't hold up. Because we had it on VHS, and I, I no like longer ending. we no longer have a way to watch a VHS, VHS so I haven't had well, I watched it a couple years ago. I was like, ooh. That's bad. Not good. But it's, it's, it is what it is. But anyway, so. And she yells at the guy in Russian, and they go in, and it's, you know, I miss rape music is all i got to mm-hmm. say about this scene here. Cause this, this, you love dubstep. Yeah, six notes, and that's and they don't even change. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And went for 45 minutes. <laughs> and he's looking around. He's like, there's a bunch of scantily clad young people, and they're and they're doing the grand dance. It is, lo- is-, it is looking like, uh, what is it? Was that shit in the Matrix? The place where they all hide? Oh, um, 
No, Zion. Zion, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was like the next, <laughs> a couple of years before this. So. Yeah. This is definitely looks, and you look around, everybody's dressed and everything. You're like, Generation X threw up in here, and here it is. Because <laughs> it's exactly what we wore back then. This is yeah. what we were doing. I had those clothes. It's cool. A lot of net shirts. Yeah. I had some weird mm-hmm. shit back then. Yeah. Anyway. No one looks good in a net shirt. Sorry. Anyway, so so they're out there. They're shaking their bonbons. Listen to some... Uh, shaking <laughs> their bonbons. You know, shake your bonbons. <laughs> No, no, Ricky Martin. No, he but wasn't. He, he's like, oh, this is. I'm glad I came. Yeah, he's like, this first. is great. So, but Tracy Lords finds the other character, the low blonde. Her name is Mercury. They never oh. call her that, but she talks and she has a name. Her name is Mercury. So, red haired girl finds her and they go off and they start dancing together. And he's like, all right, a little, uh, little three way action, menage a trois, I believe they call that. <laughs> and he's trying to dance upon them and they push him back and he's like, huh? Tries. To, they push him down. And he's like, oh man nuts there goes my night so rather than just leaving he stands there for a while looks around and all of a sudden there's a little drip ski little drip well a lot of people have been pushing him around they're not being kind to him no it's like club. half techno music half mosh pit yeah and they every time know. he approaches people they just pit. they're push pushing him because they yeah. don't like him they know he's there they could smell because his food. they're vampires well that and you know, and you notice the well at least i notice this but the the blonde pushes him and he goes really far and he's yeah. even surprised by that, like, whoa, that chick's strong. And and then uh, Stephen Dorff Frost there, yeah. comes in, and mm-hmm. like he gives like Stephen Dorff looks at him, or Deacon Frost will call him, yeah. and like gives him like the death stare, like you better, because yeah. he's like the head guy here. He's also another character in the books, well, the, the books, the comic books. Mm. Like he's an old white dude, <laughs> and they they totally like, other than the name and he bit Blade's mom. That's about all they got in common. Well, the best movies are based on a true story, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but. You know, this could have been Jet Li. Would have been good. Mm-hmm. So he walks away, sad for his chance of uh, an ultimate, you know, guy story going away. And he feels a little, you know, and he notices his blood. And just then you see the DJ, and he's hitting the thing, and all of the all of the dancers, they got their hands in the air. I'm doing a lane now. I'm doing a little dance. <laughs> and then they got their hands in the air, and all of a sudden... They're waving them like they just don't care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> side to side, doing hey-ho. And the sprinklers come on. There's a tarp behind the DJ... That lights up and says bloodbath. <laughs> and it's quite literally a bloodbath yeah. where this red viscous fluid, I'm not going to say what it is, red viscous fluid, pours out on all of the people and they're loving it. They're getting it on the bar, on the bartender. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, it's a red haired girl. She says, What's the matter, baby? And now she's got fangs all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something you would have noticed with her tongue down your throat, right? Yeah, that you'd hope. But all of a sudden, boom! And she's kicking his ass. So in a room full of vampires, rather than eating him, they're just beating the bejesus yeah. out of this pork. Well, they've got eyes. blood coming out of the ceiling. <laughs> they don't need to eat They're it. just fucking, they're just with, fucking him. with him. Yeah, I mean, and, and you think about it. Blood is their food. Imagine you're sitting there and a bunch of hamburgers are just falling from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> would you just put your hands up or would you grab a couple? Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Apparently, <laughs> apparently vampires are like cats and like to play with their food. Yeah, mm. evidently. So, But yeah, tenderizing the meat. And all of a sudden, he stops and we see somebody dressed head to toe in black leather. And he's clean not Clean as a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> not a drop of blood on him. And the blood... Stops. The blood's like, I'm out. <laughs> Even well, the blood is afraid. This room has like blood? a thousand vampires no. in it. No. <laughs> how much blood would it take? <clears throat> Obviously, the bloodbath can't last very yeah. long because that's a lot of blood. That is a lot of blood. You think that would, would probably cut that with some water, I think. But anyway, <laughs> so we see him. He's there. And you hear him, Daywalker. And they're it's like, him, it's him, it's him. And they all kind of like start scurrying like. <laughs> and Stephen Dorff was there a minute ago, but he's gone. Mm. <laughs> he's out. And they're getting, well, that's him. 
So they all stand at him for a while, thousand and one. And they're all fucking afraid. And he's standing there, clean as a whistle. Walks out into the blood floor, doesn't slip or nothing. He's cool as ice. <laughs> he's got those uh, good traction on those boots. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they have a Chinese standoff. No one says a word. But then we have a bunch of Marlboro men coming out here. And no, he's Mar- Harley Davidson's. They're Harley Davidson the shit out of this. No, because <laughs> Donald Logue goes, it's Blade, kill him. His name's Quinn, thank you. Quinn with the fucked says, up braid. It's Blade. It's him. So they go after, attack him, and they're all Harley Davidson. They can't, they couldn't shoot for sh- If they were shooting for shit, they wouldn't get a whiff. Nope. Well, the, even if they do hit him, it doesn't, he doesn't Depends care. If they have silver bullets, it'll, you know. It, he's gotten all He's of, half human. You don't know. He Okay, fine. We don't know that he's a... He's a he has good... Re- he has, like, Wolverine regenerative Well, we don't know powers, that he's a vampire spawn now either. He's just a dude with a vul- bulletproof vest. I knew that. Okay. Okay, anyway. I never saw it before. Okay, anyway, so... He's a guy who fights vampires. So, anyway, <laughs> let's get to the point here. Action scene, he's shooting guys, and he's got, like, the shotgun, and he's doing this, and he's got the... Hand, da, 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 da. And then, you know, lots mm-hmm. of stuff going on here. And everyone he hits... In the fucking dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Silver, silver, silver. And we know that these guys are all following the movie trope of attack one at a time. Hmm. Or if you're not attacking, just stand there and wait for him to attack you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So th- at this point, he's scaring guys. And evidently, these guys are all afraid. Now, the thousand of them have decided to beat feet out of town. And Blade f- takes his shotgun and staples Quinn to the wall hmm. with silver. Now, keep in mind that I know this is amazing. <laughs> but if he hit anybody anywhere on their body with any kind of silver thing, they were turned to dust. But now he staples this guy, Quinn, to the wall with two silver stakes. And he's fine. He starts cursing at him in vampire. vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a language? What's that language called? Anybody have an idea? No. I don't know. Some sort of demonic they always, language. They always use it. Director trying to get something going with Mila Jovovich, perhaps? Oh. Ooh. Maybe. Made up a fake language. Maybe. Also, I really want to talk about Quinn's hair for a minute. The uh, braids. I was hoping you wouldn't notice the break. Oh, I have three notes on this, and it's all, and they're all about Quinn's hair. Wow. Because he's got like the pigtails braided, like Native American braids on the side of his face. It looks real bad, and I. It's an interesting well, you're known choice. For not liking vampire hair. I am. It doesn't That's look true. like it's made of yak. But it did make me want to yak. Ooh. <laughs> okay. So anyway. No, it was bad. It was bad. So no. now Quinn's stapled to the wall. And Blade says, I'm getting tired of chopping you up. This time I thought I'd try fire. Give Frost my regards. Blade does a dick move here. He, he kills all the vampires. But this one he's just like fucking with. Mm-hmm. Like he set this dude on fire. Mm-hmm. Well, he regenerates and, real fast. But why would you do that? Because fuck him. Dick move, Blade. Because <laughs> he's a vampire. So was the uh, the 50 other guys he just killed? All vampires. Why are you po- pointing out plot holes in your own movie? Because that's amazing, and that's what a good person does. <laughs> Alright, so then at this point, he grabs the heat seeker. Not the actual heat seeker. Heat seeker no. Dennis himself. And he okay. checks his neck for... You know, okay. Oh, hey, look. No puncture no marks. Just then. Who comes in? Police. Stan Lee. He was supposed to be in this scene as one of the cops. Oh, okay. But, I was like, well, I never noticed that. But they edited him out. <laughs> wow. Which is funny because it's like the only Marvel movie that doesn't have a Stan Lee cameo, cameo Ooh, in it. Well, that's kind of a stretch. He wasn't in Red Sonja either. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. He might have been wearing a dress in that one, one scene. Anyway. So, and we jump to the hospital. 
Quinn is being brought in, and we have, oh, we got a crispy one. Curtis is there, and it's, oh, okay, great. Bring him up there. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Karen, who's a hematologist. Lucky for us. <laughs> and her. <laughs> and he's checking the blood, and she's, oh, well, this is biconvex. I don't know what that means in anybody. <laughs> means it's not human blood. Uh-huh. And it but, has two nucleus. But, but I'm looking at the blood on the screen. Looks like regular blood to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, whatever that means... I can't it's see bent. it. I can't see it. Instead of being r- like round blubbles, it's like bent blubbles. Yeah. Mm. yeah, whatever. Anyway, so she's not buying it. She's like, hey, is this real? He's like, I got the body downstairs. Come check it out. She says, okay, but this is going to be about the autopsy, not about us. Curtis being the M.E. You kind of skipped over. You just said his name. Used to have who a was. relationship going yeah. on, but they've since broken up. Right. Evidently, he was a dick. She thinks he's just trying to angle for some more time with her. That's right. He wants, to hop, he wants to hop on the good foot and do the hibbity dibbity. He wants to pull bring tra- him back the hibbity dibbity. Pull a Tracy Lords, if you will. <laughs> well, she's out of this. She got her head blown off. Well, yeah, she did. No, Iron- in the movie. ironic. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So at this point, Quinn springs to life and bites Curtis, and Curtis goes down. Karen sees this and does what any normal person would do. She yells shit and runs out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> she stands there for longer than I would have. Right. There's, I was, well, I'm watching it going, run away. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a minute to process what you just saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, really, if you saw that in real life, it might take a second. <laughs> you might be like, am I getting punked? <laughs> so just then, so she's out the doors, and just then in a room full of people, then he comes out and starts biting her on the neck. Yeah. Like and you do. And yeah, like like a vampire would do, and no one seems to notice. But Blade, Blade shows up. You know what? That's amazing. His timing is amazing. Well, maybe <laughs> they didn't notice. It's less they didn't notice, or more like they said shit and was running the other way. <laughs> Let's go with that. And Blade puts his hand behind his coat like he's reaching for a gun, and then punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. Pulls out his sword, cuts his fucking arm off. Gone. And he's going to finish him off. He says, I came here to finish you off. You could have did it while he was fucking stapled to the wall, you dickhead. <laughs> well, the cops did break up the party. And the, cops, coming. and the cops come in, and they shoot at Blade. And Blade has a great line here. Tony, <laughs> give me the line. Uh, what the fuck? Are you at your damn mind? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, you out of your goddamn yeah, mind? <laughs> and then they run. <laughs> no, no. They don't run. He picks up Karen and right. kidnaps well, yeah, her. Get into that. Get into that. So first, so now Blade walks by, and he sees Karen. He should kill her. He knows he should, but he has a flash. And he thinks really he's Really quick flash. Yeah, and it's like, okay, first of all, that woman looks nothing like those two actresses don't look alike. So, okay. But he picks her up Maybe and feels bad. Maybe it's his timer going off. Oh. Well, not really, because Blade 2, she's nowhere to be found. I know. Blade 2, he falls in love with that vampire lady. Nessa. I'm just saying. In the third Blade movie, he was barely in it. But we don't know <laughs> the, about Blade 2 and Blade 3 at this point. That's Maybe true. it was his timer. I don't know what happens in those movies. <laughs> Blade fights vampires. Maybe his timer went off, but hers didn't, and that's why she's not in Blade 2. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll get to but, it. But his he picks her up, and they run from the cops, and he goes to a window and hurls her across the street, the street to another building where she lands on a tarp and looks like some pillows. Yeah, <laughs> tarps with boxes <laughs> that you keep on on the top of roofs. That he knew was going to be the other building. He was going to have to kidnap somebody yeah. as he walked by. That shit's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and the cops come. And they tell him to freeze. He smiles at him and jumps, which I can get behind. That's fine. He's a vampire superhero. 
This is why are cops shooting at a hostage? He takes yeah. a hostage, <laughs> and they bad. shoot the entire time. Yeah. Like, um, they saw her on question. the ground bleeding. He picks her up, and they keep shooting. He mm-hmm. throws her out a window, jumps to another building, and they keep shooting. They don't go, what the fuck? That dude just jumped across the street. Well, they I mean, they're good been... to shoot at him when he's cutting up the other guy with a sword. They're good to shoot him there. After that, they're not allowed to shoot him anymore. I'm just saying, oh. so they're, they've been after him for a while, though. They still I'm can't shoot him. Saying, if he's not actively trying to kill somebody... If I was shooting at a dude and he jumped across... Across a four-lane street, I might just you, you stop, stop shooting, shooting for a minute and yeah. go, what? Also, you're shooting. You don't know what you're going to hit. The hostage. <laughs> We're in the middle of a city. Also, Blade jumps out the window and does the very first superhero landing. <laughs> and somewhere, Deadpool's going, superhero good. landing. It's really good. hard on the knees. <laughs> Not if you're Blade. No. <laughs> All right, so Blade escapes with Karen, and they drive... In his blade mobile to the blade cave. cave. <laughs> it's a really nice car. Yeah. Souped up a bit. All right. And we find uh, Abraham Whistler, who uh, Abraham, I always felt, was for a nod to um, Abraham Vampire. Oh. Mm. I he's was, a vampire. I was, yeah. no, <laughs> I was thinking Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. That. <laughs> No, it came out a little close. Later. Yeah, I was, I was, just, just, I was told he was Abraham because of Van Helsing. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and whistles us into uh, Bad Moon Rising, and it's a hell of a song. Don't go around tonight. Came from American Wife in London. There's a bathroom on the right. Those aren't the words. So it's a bathroom. Whistler's on the right. name's a nod to Van Helsing, just like Tony's cat's named Lizzie as a nod to Liz- to Lizzie Borden. Yes. No, basically. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. Like, hey, you're bringing, the you're bringing in strays now? now, and he's like, "She's been bitten." He's like, "Yeah, you should have finished her off." I know. So I didn't. At this point, he looks down and goes, "Ah, Doctor Karen Jensen, I'm going to shoot you up with, with garlic. It's gonna hurt." <laughs> <laughs> and he shoots her up, and then he's like, tells Blade to hold her as she arches her back. Like, I can't do that. I'll break my spine if I arch that hard. And Blade puts a hand on her. He's really strong. <laughs> It just puts a hand. I know on. it doesn't look like he's really holding her at all, though. It looks like he's just resting his hand there. <laughs> That's how Which, strong he is. Mm-hmm. And they give her fifty-fifty. And we cut to the council of Arabus or something. It's a house. Yeah. So in the in the Blade world, they have vampire houses. This movie only ever covers this one house. Aramis. Aramis? Well, there's two. In the second one, they can do another. House. No, no, I said in this movie. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you said in the Blade movies. In the Blade movies, they have houses, and yeah. this one they don't talk about one. Yeah. And the second movie, there's another one, and the third one they don't cover it at all. And in the TV series, they talk about a bunch of different houses. Oh, I so didn't watch the TV series. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> but John watched it long enough to know that there's a bunch of houses. So yeah. What does that tell you? And we also know where his tattoos they come kept from. Hoping it was they covered a lot of stuff that hmm. is canon, but you know they just don't fucking talk about it in the movies. Because they can't cover everything they can't cover in a movie. Everything. All you need to know is, wow, he's got cool neck tattoos. Well, and, and one of the reasons that I, I like this movie is they don't go into a long origin thing like yeah. they do in a lot of superhero movies. Yeah, they just kind of like, they do, oh, just touch it and let's go. You know, I don't care about this that. This is, a lot of superhero movies could take Uncle a, Ben did not die. <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. You could take or a cue from this Waynes. movie. <laughs> is that they put a bunch of stuff in here that fans of the series will be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, look, they did this. Oh, they did that. Oh, they yeah. have this. This guy's in it. But if you don't know any of that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you at all. You don't need to know that. And I'm glad more comic book movies are starting to do that, you know? Like, hey, who's this? Does it matter? It doesn't matter if you know who this is. Like, whatever. 
I'll tell you what, I almost never know who that is, and it never really yeah. impacts how much I enjoy a comic book movie. Yeah. Right. Sometimes afterwards, I'll be like, hey, who was that supposed to be? And John will tell me. Mm-hmm. But it didn't... The guy, the guy shoots ice. Where's he come from? Who cares? He's like, shooting ice. Let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> My favorite ones we were watching um, Batman vs Superman in the theater, mm-hmm. and there was a parody. I went, "Ooh, parody demons!" And Elaine had no idea what that was. I was like, "I, I don't know." <laughs> like, do you know what that means? And, and, and really, <laughs> who cares? I was like, know? "Do you know what that means?" No. I was like, "Well, uh, Dark Side's gonna be here," and he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. That's what I thought. So getting back to Blade. So I, we're at the council now, and they're you know talking about, and they're in English now talking about. Blade and how much of a menace he is and they summon Frost so he's evidently here's one of my favorite things is like Deacon Frost is standing there looking all like Stephen Dorff cool and shit <laughs> and they're like Deacon Frost you can come in now he lights up <laughs> like he, he waits till then a cigarette to course. light up he's like <sighs> and he gets there now they're speaking vampirish to him <laughs> <laughs> we hope that he knows what they're talking about but maybe he don't who cares right. and we find out that uh, these uh these party, you know, rave things are bad for the vampire community. They're not. He's not keeping up the masquerade, if you will. Yeah. If you know, what they that are is. not sanctioned parties. Right. Like this They're is bad. And he's like, um, you're not keeping with our policies and traditions. He's like, well, it's funny because those are your policies and your traditions. I don't give a fuck. These people yeah. are our food. The yeah. funny thing is, that he they summon him to this council to tell him that he's been warned about this before, and that he needs to stop these. But they don't do anything nope. to him. I know. Okay, I've never seen this before, and I didn't know that he was going to be the bad guy. La Magra? I really didn't. <laughs> so I thought that this was a, we warned you, this is bad, and they were going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> if they had any balls, they would have. And then they didn't do anything. No. And I was like, what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> and they, they make it a point to go, you were barely turned. I was born a vampire. Vampire racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did see vampire, a lot of like, pure privilege. blood. Yeah. I think it's classism, not racism. Okay, I'll it's give you undead classism. privilege. Yeah, mm. undead privilege. But I really thought they were going to kill him, and like maybe the bad guy was going to keep doing these parties, or something was going to come from this. But no. No, he's just like I'm not playing this game anymore. We should well, run the humans. Frost makes a bit of an idle threat, and then walks out. And we're uh, we cut the blade. Who walks into like an herbal shop, picks up essence of garlic, looks at it, puts it down, looks at his buddy, throws him some watches. Because they're not exactly the March of Dimes, but we'll get to that. He says, Either you're earlier than I expected you. Nah, I'm building up a tolerance that the serum's not working. Gives him some stuff, gives him some watches, they do a cool Wakanda handshake. Yeah, Wakanda. No, they're not. Neither one of them's from Wakanda. And he leaves. Karen wakes up, and she's in some strange place after seeing some very weird shit. Yeah. And she's really calm. Mm-hmm. I would have freaked the fuck out and tried to find a way out of there. Not her. She's walking around. She's looking like, oh, look. Someone's well, got a little, little you prayer You don't know thing what a here. vampire bite, bite hangover is like. Maybe it makes you really calm. <laughs> vampire bite hangover. And uh, she finds, because luckily his mother's license was just hanging out. Hmm. On the table, she He was it. probably just look. He probably so he had that weird flash of his mom when he saw Karen. So after he takes Karen home, he probably got it out to compare. She doesn't look anything like my mom. <laughs> John was hey, right. <laughs> and then Whistler says, "Hey, Blade." So he just sets it on the table and goes out. Mm, so he was creepily staring at her. Okay, but uh, that's one, not creepy. One of the things that was in the script that they didn't shoot. 
because they didn't like it was there was a, a baby vampire in a jar. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. And she finds it, and the baby vampire in the jar was used by Blade Whistler to test the weapons on and see if it works. Because <gasps> it and wasn't that's why a- they got rid of it. <laughs> not, not so uh, worried about it baby was- boats anymore, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's not in the movie. Oh, God. I wouldn't have wanted to see that. No. <laughs> A dark turn. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I so, mean, the movie's kind of dark, and I'm okay with that, but not... You're like, holy shit! Yeah. Um, Baby torture's a little rough. They, they felt that it would have put the characters in a bad light, and you would not have been on their side anymore. You would well, have sided, yeah. sided with the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> like, this poor vampire, they're just, you know, they're just trying to live, and this fucker keeps walking around killing them. The thing them. about this movie is everybody talks about Deadpool and the rated R um, comic book movie. Blade is rated R. Mm-hmm. Blade this, is a hard R. <laughs> this is a hard R, and it did real good. Uh-huh. It didn't do. Well, it did real it didn't good. Seven hundred million dollars, but <laughs> no. But this was, you know, ninety eight, for a character for, that most people had never heard of. That's true. It did real good, mm-hmm. and it didn't have like years of build up things like that. So, but anyway, so uh, Karen Snoop went around. She finds his sword and touches it, and we see a little zip thing, and she moves her hand just in time for the hand cutter offer to pop out. <laughs> she moves her hand, and then she moves her face in, yeah, and almost like gets stabbed in the eye. Would have been cool. If she had like just a little cut. Nothing bad. She'd be like, ah, stop touching shit, dummy. It would have been cool if that happened and Blade was like, where is she? <laughs> like, dang, like, <laughs> no, because it would have been. Yeah. I smell blood. She's a, like a shark. He's like, I'm I hungry. I know she's in here. He's like, he smelled blood like a megalodon. He's like, uh, oh. <laughs> anyway. We're going to have to do the Meg because we mention it every episode. Uh, but when it comes out on uh, Blu-ray, I'm sure somebody will pick it. I'm By picking someone, it. I mean Elaine. I'm the love it. story between Jason Statham and the Meg. Harley <laughs> has to do it. Yeah, well, no, okay. If you're going to pick a love story, it's Jason Statham and the chick that he falls in love with in no, the movie. <laughs> he doesn't fall in love with her, though. I think he falls in love with the kid. Yeah. Not like well, a way, like a... He loves them both by the end. So anyway, Karen is snooping around, and she snoops up and hears Whistler talking to Blade. And he says, you know, coincidentally, she's a hematologist, and she's on to something. I was looking at her notebook. Isn't that coincidence for someone who hunts vampires? <laughs> no. We need to know a lot about also, blood. I understand hematology. <laughs> well, <laughs> he does. Like, I think I spent all those years yeah. studying hematology to try to figure out what the hell she yeah. got going on in her notebook. And then he said, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, because if so I understood... Double concave and double helix. If I understood this much about hematology, we probably wouldn't need her because yeah. I already would have fixed Cause it. Because I, I got this. Yeah. And I was like, what notebook? Where was this notebook? We never see a notebook. Yes, we do because when the um, when Curtis goes to get her and she's looking in the microscope, yeah, she's, she's writing, writing oh, notes okay. in the notebook about the vampire blood. Okay, but I was like, notebook? Like <laughs> there was no part where we saw it before this. But, or any, like, but where, where where was the notebook? In her, the pocket of her jacket? <laughs> Probably. I we'll, guess. we'll go with that. Because I always put my notebook in my jacket pocket. I don't leave it at work with my work samples. Are you a hematologist? It was very odd. Are you a hematologist? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> but no, no, I'm not. This notebook thing kind of, it really struck me. as like, what the fuck are they doing? So, wait a minute. That's the part of this that's freaking out is the <laughs> yes. notebook. All right, but let's go to the next Carly, part. Carly tripped and fell in a plot Look, hole that wasn't it's, even there. It's a vampire movie. The vampires aren't going to take me out of the movie. <laughs> this next part has always taken me out of the movie. <laughs> so, Whistler's gonna give him a serum. What does he do? He ties him to a fucking chair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holds his hand, mm-hmm. shoots him up. That's when Blade notices that she's watching. So Whistler mm-hmm. just leaves to go chase her down. Yes. Get taken off the beaten path. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Abraham Whistler. 
you've met Blade who's standing behind you now holding a big like knife how did he get out of the chair how the fuck he get out of the chair because he doesn't need the strap the strap then why strap him down it helps but that doesn't mean he can't get out if he really wants to he's a vampire (laughs) you strap down both of his arms does he does he go through things he just pulled him out like all is he the vision (laughs) (laughs) is he also the vision I mean I don't get it John's upset because now they have to get new straps. <laughs> oh, Did he cut the straps? I'm sure straps. they have a bunch of straps. You don't know that. Did he reach out and gnaw on them? Cheap. They're not cheap, man. All those boxes in the in the roofs and stuff, those are all straps. It's probably just to help him. It's not to keep it's not to keep him from breaking away. It probably just helps hold him down in the chair a little bit. But it's not like it keeps he can't escape. Mm-hmm. Alright, well anytime. You know what we need right now? A little exposition. Okay. Whistler fills up the he fills up the car sloppily gets gas everywhere. What's the first thing you do when you fill up a gas light can? Light a cigarette. Fucking light a cigarette. Well, back when I was growing up, gasoline wasn't flammable because people used to smoke all the time and fill up gasoline. I never blew up not once. Now they blow it's up and not, they have a cell phone. Yeah. It's not gas that's flammable. It's the fumes. It's the fumes. When we were in Italy, people like they would smoke at the gas stations and put the cigarette butts out in buckets of gasoline. Nice. Yeah, like we saw that shit. He was smoking, was like, put it out. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> That's when you learn movies don't tell the truth. Well, I knew that from a bunch of stuff, but Zoolander wasn't was lying apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wake me up before you go go. All right, so I'm sorry. Anybody that plays like ga- with gasoline like that deserves to explode. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, we get a van- ex- explanation about vampires, and she's like, okay. And we see Blade, who isn't bothered by any UV rays or anything like that, and he's like, want to test this sucker out? It's a UV light? No. It's a basically a big flashlight with a, a flashlight. huge battery on right. it. Right, and he's like, and Blade's like, it's heavy, and he goes, but you're so big. <laughs> and he goes, and I'm he's, not talking about your body. He said it like that, like he was from New York? <sighs> yeah. And not like country Chris Christopherson. Exactly, he changed. <laughs> We're in Motown here. But so actually, they don't ever say. No, actually, I looked because me and Carla were talking about this, and I looked on the IMDb. They're in LA. Really? Yes. They don't ever say where they are. It says on IMDb that they're in LA, Louisiana. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be no. more sunnier. No, Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Right. Well, the TV show is in uh, Detroit, and I was just assumed it was Detroit. Yeah, but it I takes don't know place. why. It's Los too. Angeles. The comics are. I in, thought it was New in, um, York based on yeah. Sometimes, all the different. Yes. Most of the time, they're in London. We see. Well, but, we see large groups of different ethnicities in this movie, so I thought we were in New York because we have to be in a city big enough for there to be like a whole shitload of vampires. No, a bunch knows. of Russians yeah. and a bunch and of like and groups Asian from different countries and, that are that are obviously anyway. present in in mass. There's we don't have clubs you don't like think that they, around here. You, don't think <laughs> hey, you know of you hang out at vampire fucking rave clubs, Carly? No, but something you want to tell the group? Are she you saying that, that they don't have ethnic groups in Piedmont, North Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying there's they probably do. However, not enough to have like a whole Japanese nightclub and a whole Russian nightclub. <laughs> I don't frequent these kind of places. Couldn't tell you. I bet I bet there are Russian nightclubs in our town. There very well could be. I'm sure there are. At least right. in the summertime, pop-ups. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so Karen and Blade are on the move. And Whistler tells her, hey, take this vampire mace, silver nitrate, essence of garlic. They're everywhere. It'll, it'll put them in anaphylactic shock. <laughs> That's important, so we're going to get to that. Mm. Chekhov's mace. Mm-hmm. And then we get, hey, if you find you're, you're thirsty, and you, no matter how much Do you Do yourself drink, a favor. Buy, buy yourself a gun. A gun. Use and it use yourself. it. If you find yourself sensitive to sunlight, use you it. feel thirsty, 
No matter how much you drink, use it on use yourself. Use it on yourself. All right, so now we cut the frost. It's better than the alternative. Ooh, Coley's only seen this once. It's got it down. <laughs> <laughs> that was a memorable line. Chris Christopherson, <laughs> good job. <laughs> so uh, we cut the frost. Who's at the Vampire Archives? <laughs> and Dragonetti was walking through. I don't know. That's got to be exabytes of data. Uh, <laughs> that, and vampires must have a lot of money because that shit looks expensive. I'm sure it's just you, well, you know think all the money they save in silver. <laughs> that well, the same guy that probably built that super secret place that they destroy in the fire sale in the um, fourth. Uh, really? You, yeah. you, you're going to invoke Die Hard uh, in the fourth Die Hard? Probably built that. He's probably built that shit for the vampires. Okay. Well. I am going to invoke Die Hard. You're invoking the Holy Trilogy. Yippee-ki-yay. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so. And Dragon Eddie finds Frost, who says, look, the archives are only for the house. The, you know, the elders of the house of something. I can't remember what he says there. And Frost is like, we're in a library. Keep your voice down. And Dragon Eddie fucking slaps him. you can't be here. Like. Yeah. He tells him to get out. But then he doesn't He slaps him. Out. him. <laughs> he tells him to get him. out. And, and then. He- well, first off, um, Frost gets a little freaky. He's like, he gets all up in his face, and he's like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Huh? And like, a little, little yeah. sexual here. A little sexual tension here. A little something, a little pent up. Needs to release it, maybe? No. And <laughs> Dragon Eddie looks and says, you bore me. And walks out. He's like, all right, well, no, he goes right back to his research. When Frost got in his face after he slapped him and was creeping him out, he was backing up. And then he said, you bore me, but he didn't say it like he actually bored him. He said it like, I can't think of a better excuse and let me run away like a scared little girl. Mm-hmm. Because Frost is he's trying to decode something. He's got his uh, Rosetta Stone, mm. and he's working it. He told Frost that he's never going to... It's a dead figure, language. Yeah. He can't decode it. But, well, he doesn't... but then he didn't make him leave. Well, well see, they had not been able they to... don't make him do anything, well, which is so scary. He's scared of Frost. They're all scared of Frost. See, they it couldn't make de- any decode sense. it until they got Windows 98, which Frost has. Because you need someone with computing power of Windows 98 to, to decode this. They're all afraid of Frost, but they never... Never. I'll save it for the end. All right, so... Yeah, we have a lot to cover here. Blade drops Karen off, and... But she's like, what? He's like, all right, you're good, bye, see ya. But they're going to be hunting you because yeah. you've been tainted by them, so... So, pack good up luck. Your, <laughs> so he tells her, pack up a shit, get out of town, you'll be lucky if you last a day. All right, so as soon as she's gone back to apartment, well, she sees the vampire hunters. Is he supposed to babysit everybody that gets bitten by a vampire? He's supposed to kill them. <laughs> well, but, but you can't just say, all right, you're going to die. Peace out. Well, Why not? Yeah. Now, this part here, I never noticed if it was her imagination or it was an actual thing, because we see two vampire-like people, because mm-hmm. they have the glyphs on the back of their neck, mm-hmm. and they're behind her. Three. And they're following her when she gets off the elevator. And then she turns around and they're gone. And you never see those fuckers again. You see an open door. Well, they you do see the, the one girl again in the archives later. Because mm-hmm. I noticed that this time. Well, she pulls her vampire mace and they're not there. No. Goes to her apartment and checks her messages. Nothing. Decides to pack up. She's on her way. And all of a sudden we see there's a cop standing there. And I don't give a shit who you are. If you look up, there's a person standing there. And you're not expecting a person to be there. You go, ha, ah, shit. Which and is he what she says, did. your door was open. And I was like... The so, fuck it was. No, it was not. She was freaking out in the hallway. She did not leave her door open. And well, the point <laughs> of it is, okay, well, my door is open. It does not mean come in, motherfucker. Well, then welcome, Seth. Matt said welcome. So. <laughs> but we know he's not a vampire because he wasn't invited in. Is that a thing here? I don't know. If there's a welcome, know. Matt. 
this welcome no i don't think it is every vampire movie has its own bits of lore (laughs) so and and the cop has a bunch of information about the attack from last night and he's like well what happened to the other doctor oh curtis webb he died but don't worry about that she's like well why not he goes because you're gonna die bitch and this fumbles for his gun and she sprays him (laughs) with vampire mace and he goes garlic he says i was told to work on vampires he goes think i'm a vampire holding his gun the whole time yeah swinging his gun pointing at her with the gun doesn't shoot him he says who said i was a vampire and, and then, then Blade shows up. Blade teleports in the room. And says, nobody. Blade must have been waiting outside, waiting for this shit to happen. Yeah, he was. Because his timing is amazing. Well, he was, because she says that. She goes, what am I, bait? He's like, yeah. Pretty much. Get over it. <laughs> so then he just starts beating the shit up. Throws him through her table. She's like, is all this necessary? <laughs> yeah. It's like, this, it's like you're wrecking my, my shit. shit. <laughs> she was about to skip town, so does it really matter? <laughs> and, then she, and then he robs him. Takes his watch off, takes his wallet, and he's like, oh, we're going to rob now? And this is when he, he says, well, we're not exactly the March of Dimes. And then he throws his watch, watch fake. fake. <laughs> throws it on the ground. We're not exactly the March of Dimes. <laughs> I think we fund this organization. That wasn't bad. It wasn't right. good, though. <laughs> so then Blade takes, puts him down. Yeah. Sees the glyph. To see that, he's a familiar. See anybody else tries to bleed this little sucker. They got to answer to his master. Deacon Frost. Who's the master? Show enough. If you want to know, show enough. <laughs> Last Dragon, episode show two. Enough episode. Last Dragon, episode number two. All right, so here's one of my favorite parts of this. You know, this is another amazing part. There's a bunch of amazing shit in this movie. So he takes a bloody cop downstairs and just beating the bejesus at him on the fucking street. It happens. While they open up his cop car to find blood. And he's like, who's this for? Oh, nothing. So he's starting to beat him. He's about to shoot a cop in broad daylight. Yeah. <laughs> it makes 100% sense. Because we know it's set in L.A. So they probably think it's just a movie. <laughs> right. And Karen stops him. Ah, that's good. That's right. good. I like it. So Karen, Karen stops him and he's like, look, you're going to have to learn to pull the trigger once in a while. <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. but the important thing was he had blood packs in his, on ice in right. the back of his He's like, what's, what's with the blood? What's the blood for? XY blood bank. Yeah, She's like, she I know that it one. Is, it's, a, it's a place where they... The blood bank. And he goes, it, it's a vampire run. Yeah. yeah. Well, he walks away. She says, I'm coming with you. Jumps in his in his car. And where do they go? Nowhere. Because they're on a fucking <laughs> stakeout. Yeah. They go across the street. Mm-hmm. And they're on a stakeout. <laughs> and he's like, you're not coming with me. You're useless. And then he... And then she, she just hangs out. Because, you know. And the next thing we see, she's like eating. He's like, she's like, I don't think he's coming back. And he's like, yeah, he is. Look. No, he <laughs> says, when you know the nature... Oh, I can't do it anymore. He says, when you know the nature of a thing... Something, something, you know what it's gonna do, or yeah. something you know what like it's that. Capable of. So guess what happens? He's right there. Gets back in his car. Which obviously would come back. That was a cop car. Yeah, you, you can't, can't just, just leave, leave your cop car. Mm-hmm. And he's got all that blood. You well, can't but, leave it in there forever. Well, that's true. Well, then, but, he, and the cop calls I mean, somebody like, and he goes, "You tell Frost. I just had to run him with Blade." He calls the um, the record keeper. Mm-hmm. Whatever his Pearl. her Pearl. Yeah, it's he calls he. Pearl. You call him Biscuit Boy, remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I still think Pearl looks like a lady. Because she's got massive knockers. No, because the face is a lady. I wonder who plays Pearl. Now I have I to know. thought Pearl was a lady. Just because he calls him Biscuit Boy. I thought it was too, but they throw a couple of pronouns and they it's, always it's, address it's him as he. Just because you say it's a he doesn't mean it I'm is. I'm just saying what Blade the said. said it was a he. Yeah, I don't the actor that plays so, it is a he. I don't go. care. I would have staked, her, staked it because I wanted to see all that body turn to ash. That would have been a lot of ash. That would have been a lot. Okay. All right. So Blade's about to crash the party. And uh, Karen is too. 
And he hands her a gun. He has the gun like stuffed down the front of his pants. So evidently his his um his tallywhacker, he that's just for show, because that's not where you put a gun if you're worried about that thing. <laughs> and, he, and she asks, Do you know how to use this? And she says, I'm a quick learner. Yeah, it's not as easy as you think. <laughs> well, no, she doesn't say I'm a quick learner. She says, no, but I will learn quick. Like, okay. <laughs> it's not that easy. Be like, I want to I want, I want to shoot a gun well. Well, there you go. Yeah. You don't learn by shooting at vampires. No, you don't. Especially if you have to shoot but them I'm in the head But I'm with her, though. If, if I leave you, I'm going to die. Yeah. My yeah. best chance is with you. You want me to shoot this gun? I'll shoot it. <laughs> I don't know. She was on board with letting the cop go. She and hopefully I'll don't get do better. Dick. Aim for the head of the heart. Forget what you Stay heard in the movies. Except for this one. The world you live in is a sugar-coated top. It's <laughs> <laughs> the real world. <laughs> Every time one of us does a Blade impression, it's always different. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do one. <laughs> but you need to. Yes. But like sometimes John's Blade sounds, sounds like show enough. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes show it enough. sounds like Wesley's. Like every time... One of us does it, it sounds different than the last time we tried. Well, anyway, she's a quick learner. And we go in and there we see some Asian girls in some very weird schoolgirl outfits mm-hmm. singing a very annoying song. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I don't. It doesn't bother me at all. Like a lot of uh, Japanese scene. or Asian businessmen watch it. Yeah. Spoiler, this is not the closing song in the movie. Oh, man. <laughs> this is one of those stereotypical fetishes, the Asian yeah. schoolgirl, which is, I don't even know if it's a real thing, but it's one of those things that they always kind of show as a thing. But it's weird... Why? In this movie. Why? Because this isn't the vampire part. They're just walking through it. It could have been yeah. anything. <laughs> Those are just regular people. That's because the vampire club is underneath a real club. <laughs> it's not a vampire club. This is the blood bank, remember? Well, what are the archives or whatever. Yeah. It's not the blood bank. It's the archives. Yeah, that's That's easy. because their building is under... Which, okay, I can fix this plot hole, too. The vampire archives is under this club... Because of all the power usage from those computers, they have to have a building on top of it as a cover. They can't just be like a burnt-out warehouse that's using that much power. Good point. They don't have so no, much power. Elon say Musk that hasn't put in the tiles yet. The vampires own half the city, so they so. could just have a building that is an office building that has <laughs> a lot of computers. All right, yeah, but, 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 they probably make a lot of money in this club. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta fund your. All right, well, let's not, I don't want to get into the fetish shit. Come on now. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about how you gotta fund your underground lifestyle. Yeah, with that legitimate too. businesses. That too. Well, Blade goes to get in, and the guy's like, "You can't come in." And he smiles at him and beats him up. So Blade beats his way all the way to where the cop is, and no one notices. Like literally, you see the Asian um, businessman look at him and then look back. Like, I'm not gonna get involved shit. in that. Some black dude's beating up a cop. Who's got a sword <laughs> hanging out of his bag? It's like. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not. Some I'm not getting involved. <laughs> no, I'm just. Gonna, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So then he this finds. This is the L.A. Cop. There were riots there. No, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> anyway, so Blade finds Krieger, and he beats him up, and he's like, "Where's the entrance?" He goes, "It's in the fridge," and he starts beating him up again. He goes, "Come on, man!" Yeah, it's it's it is really is in the fridge. <laughs> And so he opens it and he goes, oh, okay. I thought he was lying, too, though. Well, the first time he said it was the the freezer. First time he said it was the freezer, and the second time he said it was the fridge. Those are not necessarily the same thing. That's true. In restaurants, they are very different things. But I was like, I I really thought it was a trap, too. Like, you're just trying to trap me in the fridge or the freezer. And when he opens the door, he looks at him and goes, oh. (laughs) And he says, tell you, boy, it's open season. I'll suck it. Pushes him in the face. Krieger runs away. Like you do. I would have. Like, look, this guy can clearly kick your ass. And he wants to kill <laughs> He's you. He's done it for the last ten minutes of this movie. And he and he looks like he wants to kill you. You're in this movie for twelve minutes, and uh, and eleven of it is getting your ass kicked by Blade. <laughs> Don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. All right, now Blade's down the super secret entrance. 
Because you know how much I love a secret passage. Engines. That too. Words are hard. <laughs> and we see the uh, we're in the same archive that um, Frost was at earlier. Megabytes and megabytes of data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, um, we cut to Krieger who goes to Frost's place where they're having a bit of a vampire party. Mm-hmm. And but but Frost is on his laptop. He's mm-hmm. you know and he's just staring at it while it's doing its thing. Tony Stark did the same thing, and as soon as he left, Ultron was born. So I can see why he wouldn't want to leave. <laughs> and all of a sudden, his king-sized coffin opens up, which is kind of weird. It's pretty cool. And we see Blade's mom. We don't know that's Blade's mom. Yes, we do, because it looks just like the driver's license. I'm we not going to lie to you. I didn't know it. We didn't see her face. It was just a lady you in the You mean in the beginning when she holds out her hand and you look right in her eyes? It's She changed her hair. I it's know, but obscured so that you can't see it right away. Like, yes, you can see it now because you already know that it's his mom. If you I'd had like never seen it, it before, go, you don't get a good shot of the face. I, I didn't realize it was the same person. Also, a little side note again, just for the hell of it, um, in the comic, she's a prostitute hmm. when she gets um, gives birth. What difference does that make? Well, she's not in this. And they never say who his dad is. How do we know she's not a prostitute? She's just a lady that got bitten by a vampire. Because she's not in England. Which, never mind. But... Just, but and her she name is Tara, and she's Vanessa. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, but we don't know what her occupation is. She's just somebody who got bitten by a vampire. Well, anyway, so Blade's mom's there, and he's still looking at the I actually had a pretty thingy. lady in his bed. <laughs> I know. And we see that, you know, we've, and Frost says, oh, look, and it has a little computer-generated, like, uh, animation. Animation, like, yeah. it was decoding code and then it's like oh hey let me make a picture for you because it's easier to understand if we show you rather than tell you yeah. made a 3d model sure because this is really advanced shit for 1998 i'm telling you all right he's so. got a really good cad program on his computer <laughs> so then we see that krieger needs to talk to frost about blade so frost is like anybody else gets dressed <laughs> and he's telling Krieger's telling Frost about all this stuff. It wasn't my fault, you know, this, that, and the other. And Mercury gives him, starts giving him shit, and he goes, shut up, bitch. I don't think I say that to a vampire. Even if you're a familiar of Frost, I'm still not going to do that. Yeah. We're in Frost's house, and he's got a bunch of people over. It looks like a, a low-key vampire party. Yeah. One of the vampires is Quinn. And he's saying, man, these and bitches And this love time, you. his hair... Oh, Jesus. It's now in cornrows. <laughs> at, at least he's not getting a BJ this time. I don't I care about his BJ or not. I Thanks for trying to distract me from these cornrows, but <laughs> unfortunately your BJ talk does not work because what the fuck, costume department. <laughs> well, anyway, so at this point, Frost has had enough of listening to Krieger yeah. and bites him, eats him, and then sticks his tongue out and Mercury starts licking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And throws them in an infinity pool. Yeah, which would really fuck up your pool. Yeah. Like, I remember watching for something like that would really fuck up your pool. Yeah, yeah. they should. Now you gotta drain the pool. Throw them off the side of the yeah. building or something. Why did they. Just throw them on the ground. Who cares? But now, Frost, this is when Frost decides to decree, I need him alive. You hear that, Quinn? I want him alive. And Quinn's like, What? What? <laughs> We were like, try- why? What the fuck, dude? We want to kill him. We were trying well, to kill this guy for years. That's because he decoded yeah. the super and secret he, language. And wouldn't you know that what you need in the super secret prophecy is the blood of the Daywalker? Amazing. That, that's oh, yeah. amazing. I, I don't think it's the Daywalker. I think it's a Daywalker. Okay, well, how many Daywalkers They only know of one. <laughs> they only know of one. There's only the one. But that doesn't mean he's the only one. There's Dracula. Ever. Dracula. Or Drake, as they call him the third Yes, movie. but that's a different Dracula. thing. But I can't... But, but it, 
but he's not the. All right. But just because he is a one doesn't mean he's the only one ever. Why? Because evidently we know the secret trick to get making a daywalker. By a pregnant woman that she's giving birth. Don't do it. <laughs> like, why aren't we all? Why don't we do more of that? That's yeah. true. I never thought. Why don't we about have that? baby factories that just pump out blades? Because we can't guarantee that they will be on my side and not be just a uh, well, army of blades. Here's what you do: is as they're coming out of mom, you raise them. Usually, when you <laughs> raise a child, it's on your side. Maybe that's true. And since his mom ended up a vampire, if uh, if yeah. they had just taken him, they would have raised him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I always assumed that they were. They were going to once they figured it out, but Whistler probably hit him. Well, Whistler says he doesn't. He didn't find Blade till he was thirteen. So that's thirteen years of foster Foster care where they could have gotten him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, but he was in Louisiana. Maybe they didn't know until he was an adult that he had their strength and their. Well, Whistler said he didn't get the thirst till puberty, but still. Anyway, so we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut back to Blade, who finds Pearl. And he says, what is this? It's Pearl. So Pearl cracks one off, and Blade, like, covers his nose because it looks like it probably would have been a bad one. And John asked me, how do you feel about that nipple placement? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> how do you feel about that mm. nipple placement? Look at the size of those. It uh, looks like Otis Spunkmeyer cookies on that thing. I'm ew. telling you. Ew. <laughs> now I can't eat Otis Spunkmeyer cookies ever, ever again. Ever again. You've ruined it forever. Uh, ever again. The chocolate chips on them and everything. Oh. Gross. <laughs> you might not eat chocolate chips ever again. <laughs> Gross. All right. So Blade and Frost have a quick, uh, they have the first, very first Skype call ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Blade, nice to meet you, as he's wiping blood off of his mouth. Uh, so then uh, Frost cuts him off, you know, cuts off the call, and they start cooking Pearl with a UV lamp. Mm-hmm. What is this? Time about the prophecy. Oh, just routine research. Nothing really. And then Karen he starts. Him. And then he starts speaking the ancient language. And it's a good thing that Blade was listening because Karen doesn't know, and she's the one cooking them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's cooking like in his little turtle shell. He's cooking them. And all of a sudden, he says, "You don't mind if I borrow this?" Rips the hard drive out, which you should never do. Mm-hmm. And Karen and Blade talk about, and they learn about Lamagra, Lamagra, the blood god. Okay, and we see Why that. would Blade speak the vampire language? Why Obviously, would Whistler know how to read it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, like but for no, reals. But we're not just talking about the ancient language. The, obviously, what they're speaking now is not the same as the one in that's the true. That's in true. the archives, or because that's a dead, they language. Said it was a dead language. But who taught Blade current vampire secret language? Because he's been helping Whistler hunt vampires since Whistler found him when he was thirteen. And he assume, wasn't raised by vampires, so is he... I assume Whistler, because Whistler knows everything. How did Whistler learn vampire language? I don't know, but I know that that uh, Frost spends at least half this movie decoding the secret did, language and then needs a CAD program to tell him what it is. Did? Mm-hmm. Whistler gets a little teeny corner and goes, something about the blood god and Lamagra. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I thought Tony's Whistler is way better than his blade. And maybe Whistler stole a vampire kid's backpack and hooked on Phonics vampire style was in there. Hooked on Phonics vampire style. I thought when Whistler knew what was going on, it was because he heard them talking about it. He read it. Well, no, he does. He is in constant communication. I've got the answer to this. Remember in Beetlejuice? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where they had the book of the the recently deceased and Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. God for the. Mm-hmm. Whistler found one of those books, but mm. it was for the recently deceased vampire. Okay, mm-hmm. and he found it and learned how to speak the language. Mm-hmm. 
Top blade. Sounds, sounds exactly what happened. I like he stole some vampire's kid's homework. Well, that's exactly the same thing. So <laughs> It's not exactly the same thing. I don't know if that's thing. all consistent with Whistler's origin later, but it's not. Mm. But, um... <laughs> Let's not dig too deep. Let's not. <laughs> so, Maybe it's just an automatic thing. When you become a vampire, you just know it. Otherwise, are the new vampires going to school to yes, learn the language? Yes, you have to go to vampire school. <laughs> before you get your vampire license I don't know. to bite. I'm sure they're bilingual. They're raised in a house that probably speaks primarily vampire until they get to be about five or six and they have to learn English, maybe. And you also got to be careful when you're digging holes because you might think you're putting in a pool, but really it's a shed where you plan to kill demons. Frailty. <laughs> it's true. But a lot of the vampires speak that blah, 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 blah noise, so yeah. it makes them cool. Okay, yeah. at least they don't yell like rappers. Because it it moves the plot forward. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So Karen and Blade are talking about Lamagra, but Blade hears something, and we see ooh, it's a little girl. Oh, little girl was at the party earlier. Oh, mm-hmm. she's probably not a big deal. Just then, Quinn and the guys show up, and they grab Karen. And we find little, out that little girl is not a little girl. She's a vampire and starts to kick Blade's ass. And starts like, she's like a, a, a good kicker and, yeah. and kicks she's him. John Claude Van Damon. But Blade gets fed up. He's like, I'm not going to fight a little girl. And then she kicks him in the face and he backhands her and she's out of the fight. <laughs> He's like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Quinn and the... And the guys show up and they strap him to a wall because, you know, they finally thought, hey, if we all jump him, we can hold him down. He does have trouble with straps. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, his we- it's his known weakness. Yeah. Blake starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, ha, 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 I'm expecting company. Well, he stabs him. Uh, Quinn yeah, stabs he says, him. I owe you one. He yeah. stabs him with a stake and then he says, don't in fact, I owe you two. And he's like, why are you laughing? Because I owe you, because I'm expecting company. And you yeah. see, he's got a communication device yeah. in his ear. And Whistler's been waiting outside of this wall. For that exact moment, <laughs> to hit the gas and bust through and start spraying like a chain gun. If they could go in through the wall, why didn't they just go in through the wall? Why did they have to go through the Asian club? My better question is this: If this is the vampire um, Bible, why isn't more, more why is well it protected? more well protected? And why are the vampires starting a fight there where it's obviously going to get damaged because these are just a bunch of low class i don't care about my history right, stop, stop hoodlums. being a classist vampire okay he they're you're, hoodlums you're you're, you're, you're cl- classist they're hoodlums right. i think they didn't know where the archives were and they didn't even know they were following the cop to the archives well that okay but whistler probably along with the listening device, is also tracking. So okay. he found out where they were, and that's why he could go in through the wall. I have no response whatsoever for why their old ancient text isn't more protected, but I wanted a scene where the elders were fucking livid about all of this being destroyed. Because <laughs> and you started wrecking young vampires. I wanted a scene where they were killing these young, low-class, hoodlum vampires left and right because they ruined this Like, they should have went text. through those guys. <laughs> Obviously, Quinn and Mercury, these are people who don't care about tradition or history. Mm-hmm. And Frost, who probably would not have been happy with them destroying the archives, already he has all the information he needs for Lamagra anyways mm-hmm. and I'm sure all of these texts are online anyways so <laughs> vampire.com it's a Wikipedia well it's Vampopedia you know <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> Wikipedia yeah. they're probably uh, on the red translations web. <laughs> like the bible or whatever I'm just saying know. but like but I still I wanted to see I know because the, the vampire like, elders are completely I neutered. Well, they've obviously lost control of the vampires. Frost but they're still vampires. Control. I know. 
And they should because the they're should older. Be than the they should, they should be, be by, by any way that any vampires should ever. be. But maybe they don't have the numbers. Maybe Frost has got this whole disco party going on of people, and they're a little nervous about it. They don't know exactly. Maybe they lost touch because they're so old. They don't know all this shit that, that's going on as much as he does. Maybe, and they can't, they can't go out in the day. Help, you know, he's got other stuff going on. All right. right. Well, anyway, they don't know about it's not block. very. It's not very well defined. All right. Well, anyway, the so Whistler shows up and he's shooting everybody because you know blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden, they end up down in the subways of what I thought was Detroit. I'm like, are there subways in Detroit? No, but there so. are subways in L.A., so. Yeah. I think. Yeah, L.A.'s got subways. <laughs> and Whistler vanishes because he's Chris Christopherson and can't do a lot of action stuff. Mm-hmm. But you do see him go down into a tunnel. Yeah. And Blade's like, he'll be fine. He can take care of himself, which is code for he's old and can't do any action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him back at the yeah. safe house. But before he leaves, Whistler throws a bomb and blows up the archives. The vampire elders <laughs> are going to be pissed because yeah. all those exit bites of data are gone. They, they don't seem pissed at all. Yeah, well. They never mentioned In my notes, it says that, and then she stole my thunder. <laughs> hopefully, they've backed up their hard drives. <laughs> yes, probably not, though. This never comes up again, though. All right, and all done. the vampires are chasing down. Blade cuts off Quinn's arm again, and Quinn runs away. And at this point, he grabs Karen, and he sees the train's coming, and she goes, what are you going to do? And he grabs the subway. Well, Mercury and all of them are still coming. Yeah, and him. they're chasing him, and all of a sudden, they whip into the train and dislocates Blade's arm. He is vulnerable to something. Mm-hmm. A speeding train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll do, well, that's that's hurt. Hurt. So, new shit Superman. <laughs> so he's not more powerful than a locomotive? No, he's not. <laughs> Might have been a strap on the train, though. Mm-hmm. And she puts his arm back in, and Blade gives himself some of the, the good juice. This is when she realizes that he's a vampire. It took her till now to figure that out, but he's a vampire. You're one of them, aren't you? I'm something else. I thought, okay, this is going back to the first scene where they did the serum at the place. Mm -hmm. I thought when he was reacting to it and tied down that his teeth were going to pop out and she was going to know that. But that didn't happen. And she didn't figure it out till now. But then it's also interesting that he can shoot himself up with it without being tied down. And he wasn't like crawling around like... You know? I tell you, he doesn't need the straps. <laughs> then why tie him down? There's really no reason because for Because they it, knew apparently. she was watching the whole time and it was just a trap. <laughs> she Admiral Ackbar'd the whole thing? Yes. Okay. Well, that's got to be just the reason. That's just the only logical reason. And <laughs> shoots himself up with it and it's like, mm, that sucks. <laughs> All it. right. So we cut to, I guess, no, we, we haven't had in a while and we have a lot of action. We need to calm this down. It's time for another exposition. All right. Whistler explains Blade to Karen and how he found him mm-hmm. and what he is and what he's not. All their strengths and other witnesses, mm-hmm. except for the third. Witnesses? Weaknesses. You Wor- said witnesses. Look, words are hard. I've been breathing all day. I'm tired. <laughs> and we see Blade sits in the room and does nothing. Like, literally, he's just sitting there doing nothing. Karen comes in he's and says, Blade, Blade, hello. And then we find out that... Um, that he says, you don't know about me. Because she says, I know about you much. Or you don't know about me. It's like, well, he just told me about you. He's like, you don't know shit about me. Like, okay, damn. <laughs> he's real defensive about knowing about yeah. me. No, you he's, can't know the true me just by five sec- five seconds of talk with my fake dad. And we cut he's, to he's Quinn. He's an introvert. He's an, yes, he is. And we cut to Quinn and, uh, and Mercury, who are arguing about what happened. And what's funny is Quinn's getting his arm, like, taped up or something mm-hmm. and one of the younger vampires who doesn't have a name like bites his yeah. hand and he's like ah don't do that to me you little skis <laughs> which is I don't know 
it seemed kind of funny, and I like to think that was ad libbed. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, it, otherwise, someone wrote that. And it's like, why? <laughs> why not? And he threads to put the stump in, into Mercury. Frost comes, shit. And, and they're about to have a go at it. You know, they're about to have a, a fight. Ski. Just then, Frost comes in and calms everybody down. And we see Deacon has kidnapped Dragon Eddie. And then we cut to the out to the red sunrise, and we have a little moment here, a little uh, with Mercury and Frost are putting on a sunblock, kind of sensual. I would I would be lathering that shit on there because you it's know just paint. <laughs> if not, you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and Deacon asks him, uh, Dragon Eddie, you know, when's the last time you stopped to admire a good sunrise? Oh, you've never seen one. You were born a vampire. Oh well. And at this point, sitting on a rocky beach. At this point, Dragon Eddie's chest starts to smoke. And you gotta think, that doesn't smell good. Okay. No. <laughs> but how come Frost doesn't also start to smoke? Because he put on mascara. But he didn't put it on his eyeballs. He didn't cover his teeth not, in it. His, his mouth hair. is open. He his puts whole on a, body. <laughs> he puts deep inside his ears. It's, yeah. He puts on like, the motorcycle outfit. His nostrils. Yes, once he, he puts on the, put helmet. the helmet on. But, but then that makes you think that vampires could just walk around all the time if they just wore head-to-toe leather with helmets and gloves. Exactly. <laughs> and, and in the no. middle. In the next, <laughs> a little bit later, we see him in the middle of the afternoon in a park. Yeah, we do. Without <laughs> a helmet this on. Is Without a helmet. This and is, you can't put sunblock on your eyeballs. This is when you say that's amazing and move on. Well, this is also where I think that Frost is a little more down with the modern world the clown and the older older vampires like we don't they don't know about sunblock and all that kind of shit you know what i don't believe that because i was if i was a vampire and i heard about investigating this shit like i I feel like they would have practiced on some um made vampires before this that some people they didn't really like just to see probably but anyway but i still don't buy that it would work I still... Well, I just can't. I can't. No, because they can't cover every part of their body with sunblock. All right, we got it. So Frost rips off his clothes and then pulls out his fangs with a pair of pliers. Which probably hurt. And then Dragon Eddie gets set ablaze. Exploded. He explodes. Yeah, he explodes. After seeing his first and last sunrise. And we cut to the council meeting. Frost walks in and goes, where's Dragon Eddie? What have you done with him? He throws his fangs down and says, I'm going to need 12 volunteers. Mm. And we cut the blade. Who gives the vampire, um, how, what do you call that? A, a book of the piece of it, the vampire Bible. He gives it to mm-hmm. Whistler. He says, I got this from the book of Erebus. Smells like a vampire wiped, wiped his, his ass with it. He goes, what does it say? And he picks up a corner and says yeah. something about the 12 I can't figure out the rest. Yeah. It's like, okay. Good thing they didn't kidnap you. We learned that... And here we find out that Karen went to a hospital and stole a bunch of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Like, as a matter of fact, she stole a whole fucking lab full of stuff. They think she's dead, too. She just walked in, stole a whole bunch of shit, and left. Who helped her carry this equipment? Whistler. It's a lot. Uh-huh. Whistler. Uh-huh. No one noticed Whistler, a gimpy old man and a lady stealing all of this stuff. Correct. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> so, oh, I believe this more than the vampires can wear sunblock. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm with the you. The world you live in is a sugar-coated top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she shows him a little EDTA and how it, uh, you know, it's an energetic thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "How's this supposed how's to cure me?" Cure? I thought you used it for exploding vampire heads. 
<laughs> and we see the uh, we cut to um, Karen, who's still turning into a vampire. Whistler sees it and says, "Ah, I thought we would have got you sooner, but you think at this point Whistler would have killed her? Oh, you're turning into a vampire. Well, that's good luck. Turn around, bam." <laughs> <laughs> Blade would have understood. <laughs> what happened? She turned. Yeah. No, oh. <laughs> but she's she's working on shit for them, so... Yeah, still. But anyway, that's amazing. Don't even worry about that. She's going to try to cure herself. No. She still has 24 hours or so. Mm. But he'll be the first one to... He's got time to, to murder her life. <laughs> 24 hours to clear her name. <laughs> so here we go in another, what I like to call an amazing moment. Blade's walking down the street in slow motion, like you do. Mm-hmm. And here's... That's how I always walk. And here's... <laughs> And we see Frost. No helmet. Lots of sunblock. On his eyeballs and in his hair. Mm. On his nails. Everywhere. And he's got a kid. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> he does that sometimes. He does that sometimes. Hope before I know it, better show up before I blow it. I didn't know Frost had children. Wow. Yep. He's got this little kid. I didn't know vampires could be born. But then I was like, why aren't there more? <laughs> there should be plenty. Purebred vampires. Maybe it's hard to do. All right, so they have a quick chat between, and um, Frost tries to make a truce. He's like, you know what? I want you with us, which seems reasonable. And he's like, you're nothing to me. No, it seems like a trap. <laughs> but another dead vampire. He's like, oh, okay. I try to offer you a truce, and you spit it back in my fucking face. Which, you know, you got to respect that Frost ever trying to keep the peace, even though he's a little underhanded and is going to try to drain all his blood, but that doesn't matter. It's a trap. It's Admiral Ackbar all day long. So anyway... He throws this little girl at Blade, and Blade tries to shoot him, but luckily, um, Frost has celerity, sees the bullets coming, and gets the fuck out of the way. Yep. And then and Blade, Blade continues to try to shoot him in this crowded park. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, no. He, he doesn't give a fuck about no. people. No. Although he, they did talk about how they're cattle, why should he care? Right. So that just then, Blade sees this little girl's about to get run over by a bus, because the bus is coming, didn't see the kid, and hit the brakes. And honestly, to kill Frost... If you lose a couple of humans, yeah. so what? Shit happens. Oh, wow. This is this, is, this is Frost. You the, know how many people Frost probably killed? But the gun, gun clearly isn't going to work on Frost. So Silver. Silver bullets yeah, might have. Yeah, but he have. has the celerity and he's moving out of the way of all the bullets. But if you get lucky. <laughs> but just because you have celerity doesn't mean that Silver doesn't kill you. No, if you get lucky and hit him, that'd been the end of the movie. Yeah, we still but have maybe we didn't. He'd go know. keep cutting on the Quint Man. Maybe it. <laughs> Maybe Blade Blade also has celerity and is using that to fire his gun. He just doesn't know if his celerity is higher than Frost's celerity. Maybe he's got celera bullets. (laughs) They're really fast bullets. He does not because Frost gets away. Friends, for those who don't know what celerity is, celerity is like super speed like the Flash. But But then you brought it up. Suddenly he cares about the girl's life and he saves her Well, he's not going to let her get hit by a bus. Why not? (laughs) She was alive when she hit the street. Yeah. She'll be fine. Why didn't she get up? He goes back and forth from, I don't give a fuck about people, to, all right, I'll save him. Well, he does give a fuck about people. Yeah. When he called them cattle, he was not... He was he mimicking Frost. Yes, he was yes. mimicking Frost. And he's a really good shot, so he can fire into melee and know that he's only going to hit his target. Okay. If he hits his target. Well, you know what? Negatives. So, Karen comes... We cut to Karen, who has worked, figured out the vampire problem. Why do vampires need to drink blood? Yada, yada, yada. 
She signs the body the, don't produce hemoglobin. <laughs> <laughs> she signs the shit make out of this. Any sense, anyways? It's never going to. She signs the shit out of this. Yeah. The fact that vampires actually works. Oh well, let's make vampires then. You know. The vamp. No, the fact that vampires drink blood as sustenance makes no sense in any version. It just doesn't make sense because that's not how food is metabolized by humans, and you still were once human. Well, the vampire blood cells eat the regular blood cells. So you got to keep regular blood cells coming. But <laughs> that's, but then you should be eating putting food. it in your veins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not eating it. In your, mu- in your mouth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that math checks out. Mm-hmm. It, also, they're vampires. And those were invented many, many moons ago before they figured out the, how this shit works. Exactly. The only way they it makes no sense. no idea. They're the like, only, if I eat chicken, I get chicken in my veins. The only way <laughs> vampires drinking blood as sustenance makes sense is if they're an alien species. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a mosquito, and have a different kind of biological digestive system. The only way it works is vampires or mosquitoes. If vampires or mosquitoes, the math checks out. Just like suddenly your teeth turn into intravenous. No, but your their organs in some of the stories, their organs change and all that kind of stuff. It's it's it just it never makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's a monster, no big deal. I know. All right, so. Some monsters make sense. Okay, well she's kicked the vampire. All right, Jesus Christ! (laughs) The evil curse. Are you done? Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Let me know. The Wolfman makes sense. <laughs> the Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> oh, Swamp right. Thing makes sense. Swamp Thing does not make Swamp sense. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing makes zero sense. <laughs> the creature fact, from the Black Lagoon <laughs> is not Swamp Thing. <laughs> no, Swamp Thing's a superhero, isn't he? No, he's that's not, the yes. Toxic he's, Avenger. He's no, an Swamp Thing is a superhero. Yeah, Toxic Avenger is a the creature from toxic the Black Avenger. Lagoon. Yeah, those are the exact opposite of making sense. You're like, wait, what? That's the origin story? You're going with that. that did you think oh. about this? Anyway. So let's get back to um, another superhero. Creature from the Black Goon. <laughs> yes. So um, Stephen Strange shows up. No. So just as uh, Karen has cured herself, Quinn and the boys show up. And oh, it's it, it, uh, they beat the shit out of Whistler and kidnap Karen. Yep. Quinn has realized that cornrows just did not suit him mm-hmm. and has gone back to the <coughs> be- braids from the beginning. The Pocahontas uh, Later braids. he has the free-flowing hair. Yeah. He does change his hair for every scene he's in. <laughs> I like this scene because Frost comes up and he's like, nice place, took us a while to find it, and yeah. slaps him. Whistler, and Whistler's like, just bite me already. And he's like, I'm not going to bite you. He and stomps he the fuck out of him. He's like, Quinn, do your thing. And they yeah. beat the shit out of him. But evidently they do bite him because he's... Never mind. It looks like they curb stomp his head, yeah. actually. Like he's in a bad way. Yeah. Blade shows up, calling for Whistler, looks around, and he sees a dead familiar, and he's like, uh-oh, this can't be good. And he finds a barely alive Whistler, and here he shows some good emotion, because he knows the Whistler's underneath the, the sheet, pulls it off, and doesn't look at it. Like, he's got to build up to it, he's like, alright, he's definitely there, looks over, and he's like... And there's a tape that says, play me, Yeah, bloody tape, next to him. And Blade is wiping away the blood and everything, and, and at this point, Whistler tells him to, give me your gun. You know, I'm too far gone. So they bit him. They didn't just beat him up, they bit him. So Frost lied. Said, yeah. I'm not going to bite you. Well, Frost know. said he's not going to bite him. Well, could have been Quinn. <laughs> Quinn he's, tra- he's trying to heal himself after uh, growing another arm. Yeah, yeah so somebody <laughs> bit him because he's about to turn and he says, Give me your gun. Blade gets him his gun. They sh- you know, shake hands. They're like, Walk away, you motherfucker. But I don't want to Whistler's like, You're the key. They need your blood yeah. to do this ceremony. Don't go so after get on a Karen. Boat and go to Europe <laughs> and hang out. Climb in your baby boat. Climb exactly. <laughs> your baby boat. And just get the fuck out of town. And he's like, no. I'm going to go save a hematologist. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck. 
Because they do exactly what they want. And he gives him the gun, Whistler makes him walk away, and you hear him shoot. Yeah, and he watches the tape, and he says, hey, we're at this building here. (laughs) Come on by. Come get us. He's like, okay. (laughs) And goodbye. Sounds like like a solid plan. (laughs) Sounds like a good invite, and I love me a good party. And then Whistler says goodbye, but is it? Find out for Blade 2 Electric Boogaloo. I was sad. Whistler died. Yeah. And Tony said, It's permanent. It comes back. <laughs> I was like, What? So when we find Frost and Karen and Mercury just hanging out, and Frost offers to, uh, you know, give her a relief of some stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, What are you going to do? Turn me? I'll just cure myself. And he's like, There is no cure. And she says, Sure, there is. If you were born human. Where'd you get those scars, Deke? And then the girl Mercury's like, you can change me back? Like, she has to look like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I do like this and spiel of Karen's where she's like, you were infected. It's like a like sexually, sexually transmitted, transmitted disease. disease. And he gets pissed. He's like, and he goes off on this tangent and he says, Lamagra's coming, the blood god. And he's like an act of God, which doesn't make sense until you find out that the original like thing that was supposed to be coming was called the blood tide not the blood god mm-hmm. so in the documentary thing afterwards it's like it was supposed to be a tide like a blood the whole fucking tide of blood well that's what they show in the yeah. animation so it was supposed to be a, a the blood tide it's yeah. like an act of god and the same speech so when you change that it goes okay it makes sense instead of the blood god is coming he's an act of god yeah he's a really kind of strong vampire it's like um <laughs> how is a god an act of god is so that's one of those things is that they changed it and didn't even change the um, wording too much. Yeah. Like they dubbed it over or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it doesn't matter if it's pure blood or not. We're all fucked. Everybody's going to be turned mm-hmm. is what he says. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If everybody becomes a vampire, what are they all going to eat? That's exactly what Karen <laughs> said in that scene before they cut it down. Because what, she do, what he does next says, come with me and get up. And they go into this room, and you see a bunch of people in body bags, and like they're like IV bags with blood coming out of them, uh-huh. and they're gonna just drink that blood. He he made a people farm, mm-hmm. but they cut it from the movie, and yeah. that's one of the cuts that they made that makes no sense. Yeah, they should have left that in. They also but have if, that in Blade Two and the movie Daywalkers. But if everybody's gonna be turned on sight, and what, in, he's just um, never gonna look at these people. And Resident Matrix. Evil. It's just odd. Well, like every, Resident Evil Five every, or something. There's like a cruise ship full of people in oh, stasis really? yeah. yeah every time i see a vampire bad guy story where he wants to just make everybody a vampire and have them take over i'm like but then you're all gonna starve <laughs> it's uh, not a good plan yeah because now he's got a blood farm but there's gonna be all these vampires that's not enough blood no it's not well then you can eat vampires yeah yeah you could see but that doesn't make sense. That opens you sure up to does. more lore that no. you need to explore. No, because <laughs> if you eat humans because your body doesn't produce a thing that only humans eat, it, and you can't then eat a vampire who also doesn't produce that thing and live. Hmm. So it needs to, if, you're, if your mythos says that uh, my body doesn't produce this so I need to eat them, you can't then eat each other because you still won't get it. If it's more about the power of the blood or some kind of other thing, then that's then that I think works. Vamp- aliens vampire movies better. So Blade shows up <laughs> and there's a warning and, and Quinn's like, Blade's here and he's like, Oh man, we gotta kill him. He's like, No, we need him alive. He's like, No, I mean I seen it, he does a thing and I love that. <laughs> yeah, <I like> it. <laughs> Frost is like, Oh yeah, I seen him, he does a thing and he does the backflip and does he does thing here, catches under yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. All right, so Wesley Stops comes in. And it's fight time. 
It's more like target practice for Blade because he's just mowing him down. Funny you bring that up because I did, I forgot to mention during the the party at Frost House, mm-hmm. the movie that was on. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, really? Hmm. I never paid attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just read that in the trivia. Okay. Like, like I knew that. Awesome. But anyway. All right, so now it's, you know, he, he's done shooting around. Now it's time for hand-to-hand stuff. He pulls the sword out, sh- draws a line, and he's just cutting him up. And he's stabbing, and he's loving it, and he's stabbing him, and he's liking it. <laughs> and there's just dust everywhere. You got to imagine, these vampires are all turning to dust. Hope there's not a fan on or nothing, because that it would be really fucking dusty in yeah. there. You know, you ever work in like a wood shop and Ew, all this I dust? I got a vampire in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like you could be breathing that shit in. It'd be better if you had a like a breather, a rebreather or something. Because <laughs> in the on the TV show, if you snort the vampire ashes, you get vampire power for a little bit. Mm. It's like if you get high on cocaine. Oh same my kind of thing. You're, you're high I just on had vampire. a flashback where I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they were chopping it up and you like you bust out a line of vampire. See, I do watch things just by be osmosis. <laughs> so she just had a flashback to 2006. <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like it physically hurt Lorraine. <laughs> by the way, you guys at home didn't see that. She's oh. like, oh, <laughs> like like she ate something bad. Like, oh, I just like remembered. A piece of bad fish. Here, have a gummy bear. You'll feel better. <laughs> All right, so then at this point, Blaze is going through, and he's cutting him up, and he gets to Deacon's room, and he finds the computer. And who does he see? Mother, is that you? No, he goes to turn on his computer. Like, I just murdered a bunch of people, but let me stop and um, make sure Deacon doesn't have porn on his hard drive. (laughs) Yeah, because he already knows about all this. Like, he had the other hard drive and everything. He knows all this. already know everything. There's no reason to check computers. Tracy Lords. Like, Wow. Um, but his mother pops out and she calls him Eric, which he wouldn't know his name, but that's what his mom was going to call him was Eric. Me and John had this conversation yesterday. Because he wouldn't know his name is Eric. But it doesn't matter. She's calling him Eric. And he definitely recognized her as his mom. Mm -hmm. Yes, but that doesn't, so obviously she thinks he's Eric. It doesn't matter who Eric is. He's responding because shit, that's my mom. Anyway, so Frost comes up behind him with a taser and tases him in the neck. He has like, two weaknesses. Yeah. Straps and a taser. Right, straps and a taser. It's like, why are you acting yes, so mad? No. I was reunited with your mother. I thought you'd be happy. Zap. Here we are. One big happy fucking family. Zap. And all the other little hoods are, are zapping zi- them Yeah, too. they got cattle prods. Like, yeah. I don't he know just, what the voltage you need for that. There's but no probably resistance a to electricity. No. Mm-mm. So Blade gets locked into this, into a trunk with, with Karen, and they're driving somewhere, because do you leave your vest on with the other hostage so he can like drink her blood get really strong good idea dumbass no but here's oh, the thing. what here's the thing they lock him in the back of this car with her by the time they get to wherever he's going it doesn't matter if he regains his strength or not he's still no longer captive though hmm. because he's just sitting in the back of the truck mm. True. yeah still and he needs some serum he offers to take that miracle cure and they don't care if he eats her they don't care i don't know why she's there her She's just for them bait. I thought they Again, they, everybody's just using her as bait. They should have <laughs> killed her when they got there the last time. They don't no, need her they want to feed their ghoulie. That's true. They do have something special for her. All right, so they arrive at Vampire Mecca. Well, they wanted I'm guessing. to turn her, I guess, but then she said, fuck off. So he's like, oh, that's cool. I'll feed you to your, boy- your ex-boyfriend then. But they evidently get somewhere. Uh, they never say where this is because the entire temple's already like set up yeah. in their 3D model. Either they just built this thing or they had this for hundreds of thousands of years and didn't know what it was. No, no that's what he says. He, he says, says that they, they had it forever. It. They forgot about it. Which, if this takes place in L.A., 
or even if this temple is outside LA, which means 3,000 years Arizona. ago, vampires were in Arizona? I'm going to mm-hmm. say they flew to the cradle of civilization. Dracula was in the next England? tomb over, and they didn't Mesopotamia? Know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense that this would be within close proximity to LA. Well, you have no idea where this is. You're like, where would where, okay, Pennsylvania? You're, you're right. They could have got on a plane and driven to an mm-hmm. island in the middle of the ocean. I'm going to say it's Detroit. <laughs> okay. So now we're in Detroit. I mean, things do get forgotten in Detroit. Frost gives a speech <laughs> about, you know, vampire gods <coughs> coming and Blade's all sitting. And Quinn just punches Blade in the face. Why not? Frost better looks better get it in now. Frost looks at Quinn and says, thanks. <laughs> okay. He pulls out Blade's sword. Wow, this is his sword. And just as the little alarm thing comes off, he turns it off. it off. Damn it. Like, I, I told you I knew everything, knew everything about everything you. He says, Quinn, hold out your arms. He goes, but I just grew them back, man. They're all better. He goes, hold out your arms. And he goes there and he's like, I'm just kidding. Ah, he's just fucking with me. Quinn has his sunglasses and he's like, thanks for it, man. And he takes his, the EDTA, which he mistakes for serum. He's like, oh, how long has been since you shot up? I bet you'd love a drink. And Blade's like, try some. You might like it. And he's like, no, I don't think so. Damn it. And he throws it away. All right, it's time for the ceremony to begin. Here we go. Dum, 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 dum. But first, we have to do something with Karen. Karen, they throw Karen in a pit. Well, they put Blade in the sarcophagus first. Not yet. And then they throw Karen in the pit. They do do this and then that. I'm 100% sure because I wrote it down as it was happening. (laughs) You're trying to remember from your brain. Wow. Harsh. (laughs) Just saying. So, and we find Curtis, who is still in his scrubs. And he's like, how did I get like this? I don't have a pulse. He's like... Karen? Karen. So she beats the shit out of him and crawls back out using a bone to climb out. But sure, weird. And he gets kicked in the face and can't get up. I thought it was rather impressive. <laughs> he escaped that, like, um, Bubba Fett escaped the Sarlacc in amazing fashion. Well played. But I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Blade is stripped of his armor and his mom cuts off his shirt and gets creepily close to his lips. And they put a strap around his throat, so... She doesn't think of herself as his mom. Yeah, well... a demon. These vampires are sexual vampires. Yeah, they are. The blood gets them off, and they all... It's almost like they have orgies with all the blood. It's not... I don't know what Carly does on weekends, (laughs) but... (laughs) She seems to have an awful lot of information about this. No, no, I'm good here. So Blade I, is in the Iron Maiden. I, I play the Dave, but when we play the Vampire game. <laughs> no, 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 we're done. We're done. All right, so. Look, you can't es- explain the little Easter eggs that we drop in here for Ben. <laughs> That's right. It's like Blade having the bad blood tattooed. You don't need to worry about it. Mercury is excited about what's going on. She wants to meet Lamagra, and she places all the elders on... Twelve of them have to be on each one of the pillars by the hieroglyphs. It's very important. Make it perfect. So Karen escapes the pit. She's out. And just then, Mercury gets into a fight with a pure blood. So, Luckily, they brought 13. Yeah, so <laughs> they needed 12 of them. for. So she stabs one, and now they're down to 11, which is why the whole thing goes to shit, because she kills one of the yeah. elders for Malvin off. They have 13. Yeah, uh-huh. good thing they have 13. Always bring an extra. <laughs> for which to stab one in the chest. Yeah. If you're going to perform an, an ancient ritual that is takes very precise measurements. Always bring a little extra just in case. Mm. In case you got to rough them up to scare the others. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Blade's blood was, was cut while he was in the Iron Maiden and it was pooling. Mm-hmm. And it was going through the entire building. 
Karen releases Blade from the Iron Maiden here, and he's just slumped over because he doesn't have blood in his body. I think you need that. It's rather important. Eh. Frost and Quinn are on his elevator and talk about being gods, and Quinn says, I'm going to be naughty. I'm going to be a naughty vampire god. <laughs> With braids. I liked how, <laughs> just really I liked how Quinn thought he was going to be a god, too. And Frost never said... I like how you can... He said, yeah, we are. <laughs> I like how you can read Frost. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are, too. Yikes. It's like, once I'm a god, I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't give a fuck about All it. All right. I do like this ritual. The mm. ritual is Blade's blood touches Deacon Frost's head. Mm-hmm. End of ritual. No. I mean, it's cute well, that they got all the stuff no, and all the things. Blood, it touches Blade's all blood the... drips on their heads. Uh-huh. And then pools together drips on Frost's head. Uh-huh. And then there's an electrical storm. And then demons explode out of bodies. So what is doing this? Is it... Is it the I know there's blood? no they're not like chanting or anything. Uh, is it no. the blood has to touch the the twelve okay, and then so, touch him? Yes. Yes, and then the, so he could have done this in like a so a cab if he had a yeah. <laughs> so blade has magic blood. Okay. And as it goes, so it there's like etchings that his blood drips down, right? right. So as Very it slowly. goes down the etchings, it powers up the super runes, whatever. Yeah, and um, then it hits the people and causes like. This like, this like matrix thing like to happen in a pitch meeting for Blade. <laughs> I don't I don't understand the Blade thing you wrote. What right? are we talking about? Right? <laughs> it's like his blood starts to loosen the demon from yes. the elders because he's going to exercise the demons. He does because because they said Frost said, "Are you afraid I'm going to steal your soul?" Well, you should be because that's what he does. The ver- their demon souls explode out of their bodies and looks like the fucking demon in the Golden Child. Because Blade's blood touched their head after yes. going through a powerful rune. Yes, okay. because that whole room is some kind of magical matrix resonance chamber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Jack. And then, well, all, that then it touches Frost and the demons all fly through him a whole bunch and he becomes a super demon. Yeah, that meth shakes Until okay. he absorbs them. So yeah. now the demons are out and all of a sudden they're going in to Deacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all just go into him. Uh-oh. Frost is now La Magra. I, I did enjoy how his vampire uh, minions like ran away. They were like, fuck this ritual. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first his eyes turn out of here. His eyes turn red, and they're like Deacon, and he's like, "Not anymore." <laughs> so Blade gets into a fight with his mom. Hmm. I must exercise the she's demon. Like, Make your bed. He's like, "No," <laughs> and he stabs her with a bone. Well, and kills she her. She tells him, "I'm not your mother. Your mother died a long time ago." Um, hmm. And like, we could be together though. Whoa. <laughs> she's like, "I'm part Lannister." Gross. Anyway. <laughs> so now Karen is fighting Mercury. Because with Karen... With Blade Shotgun. Can I finish the sentence without you cutting off? <laughs> no. Well, Blade drank Karen's blood. So Karen, who's now has no blood and no orange juice and cookie she to revive herself after giving blood, is he now going to fight all. a fucking vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Sorry. She's shooting at her and misses over and over and over again. Because of the celerity. Right. But, you know, luckily for her, Mercury stops to, says, I'm really going to enjoy this. Opens up her mouth so she can spray her with vampire mace. Garlic. Essence of garlic. And, silver nitrate. And it doesn't do what it's supposed to because her head fucking explodes. <laughs> well, I don't know what it was supposed to do, but... 
It was supposed to put to in an anaphylactic shock. When's well, the last time you saw somebody go into anaphylactic shock and their head exploded? I've never seen anybody go into anaphylactic shock. Oh, uh, well, they just kind of mm, lock up and fall over. don't blow up? <laughs> no. No head no. Like, no. Like, Otherwise, I'm why would they bother with the EpiPens? And then like an orange in <laughs> your head blows up. Yeah, like that's not anaphylactic shock. Whistler really fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, it works did he better. Fucked up? <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> didn't. It, it did everything I need my vampire mace to do. Let's be serious. It was kind of like when Tony Stark tried to build a stabilizer and he realized there was a pulsator ray. He's yeah. like, oh, that I didn't know too. that was going to happen. Well, that's cool, too. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> so much for anaphylactic shock. Here we go. Now, all right. Mercury asked Deacon. And she says, no, that's not, her. That's not anymore. Blade somehow get, gets his vest that they just left sitting around. <laughs> Jumps. Superhero landing. Mm-hmm. And now Deacon's like, get him. And Quinn's like, no, no, I got this. I've never been able to beat this guy up ever. But, but I now, have a knife. And now I have his sunglasses and my knife. And it's I've got on. two hands, and I don't know which one to cut you up with. So as he runs at Blade, Blade pulls this fucking magic string out of nowhere. Monofilament wire. <laughs> and cuts Quinn in half. He got it from France. Yeah, he did. He got it from the castle. They've been making it for hundreds of years. After the Great Zeppelin War. The <laughs> wire was available to all vampire runners. And what's great about it is the sunglasses are fine. And they spin up in the air, and he grabs them. And just as he grabs them, the fucking music hits. Yep. And he puts them on. Awesome. Because what do I do before I could fight in a dark room? You know, compromise my, my visibility. Hey, I gotta protect my eyes. What if I get vampire ash in them? That's true. He that shit stinks. <laughs> <laughs> mm, good point. And he does like to uh, ash them. <laughs> All right, so now Blade is in like a vampire blood rage thing. Sure. And he's just killing vampires. He mm. kicks one of the nuts 15 times while he yells Frost. Mm. Well, you got to This think guy's dick must point. have swole up. We don't know how old Blade is, but he hasn't had a drink of blood since he was like 13. <laughs> so he probably feels super. It scares me how much she knows about Blade's origins. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so... <laughs> She told me Blade's Origins like three different times. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> None of your nerds She's don't. seen it once. <laughs> I've seen it like every year. She's seen it more than I've once. I've seen it more than no, once. Okay. My favorite part of, of this fight scene is that Blade has a little capoeira fight because there's him and yeah. the other guy and they're doing these spin kicks, <laughs> not hitting shit. But they're doing, it looks cool. Yep. So all of a sudden these guys come out of nowhere. And only they're the playing. strong. Yeah, only the strong come out. We're going to do that movie soon. Don't worry about it. And now it's time. Frost is there, who had a sword, fucking nowhere. He's like, hey, let's do this. Sword the fight. made it out of blood. Could be, could be. Hey, It's a blood sword. Blood swords, that's part a the, thing. Part of the vampire package. It could be. He upgraded. <laughs> when you're a god, you can do what you want. Yep. So then he doesn't need the fucking sword. But anyway, <laughs> so now... But he likes swords, so he does what he short wants. Short fight had, has begun. Short fight? Short fight. I was going to say shush, but decided to go with short okay, fight. Okay, so short fights... Uh, and Blade wins. Blade cuts off his hand and then cuts his body in half. Perfect. Bye. <laughs> He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And all of a sudden, his body comes back together and he grows a new hand out of blood. And Blade turns around and actually mouths, what the fuck? <laughs> and I remember this in the theater. I'll never forget it because as soon as that happened, I went, what the fuck? And then Blade did it. And I was like, oh, Perfect okay. timing. <laughs> I also was thinking, what the fuck? But not because he schlooped back together, but Schlooped. because... That's probably the worst CGI I've ever seen in my entire life. In 1998, it was And I've bad. seen some bad CGI. Because I've seen Spawn like seven times. And Book Club. 
Ooh. Yeah. There's some CIGI will, in that movie. I will give you that. CIGI? Yeah. CGI. That's when old people do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now he attacks Frost and he's cutting him up, but this doesn't seem to be affecting him. And Frost is like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> My turn. And just starts to beat the bejesus out of Blade. And then he's beating him down and he sees the EDTA. He says, what? You see him? That can help you now, Slick. Just then, Blade takes his sword, throws it up in the air, and the, the handle gets lodged in the wall where the EDTA is being held. And he turned off the hand thing, so the hand thing spins, and Frost goes, nice shot. But you see he's having a hard time talking because he's the got fangs, the fangs in. Yeah. And it pops off, and Blade turns around, and he spins and puts his hand around, right behind his back, and, and an amazing catch catches the EDTA. <laughs> it's not amazing. He's got vampire reflexes. Yeah, that too. And he <laughs> catches the EDTA and he throws one right at, at Frost. Hits him in the stomach and Frost pushes it off. and Leaves a welt. Leaves a little bit of a... Yeah, so then Frost jumps up and goes to attack him. And Blaze starts throwing him off. And he comes down and now Frost is covered in the shit. It all goes into him and, he go, and Blade gives a great line here. Carl, you know the line? No. Elaine? Yes, Tony? Some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he throws it up in the air, spins around, kicks it into his head, and Lamagra turns into a CGI blob of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, I will say, we saw that they were all over it, <clears throat> but when he turns into it, one of his legs is still kind of Oh, yeah, stays human. Because that leg didn't have one in it. The other leg yeah. did. When he blows up, there's still like a leg. I thought that <laughs> was piece. a nice touch. <laughs> See, Jack Parma's like, fuck that leg. You know what's an <laughs> Look, interesting touch? So he, expl- he explodes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And once again, Wesley Snipes, clean as a whistle. Well, at least this time he put a hand up. Like <laughs> He's oh, like, what? Like, but oh. nothing even hit his oh. hand. <laughs> he's like, yep. It yeah, just exploded away from him. He's like, I'm Blade, bitch. He was lucky. I was concerned because one of the legs was intact that it was going to reform back. his whole body. <laughs> <laughs> Blade's like, well, fuck it then, all right? <laughs> but you win. I'm you out. win. So then Karen calls the Blade, and they get out of there. Karen wants to get Blade back to the lab so she can cure him. She has no idea where the fuck she is, but they want to get back to the lab right away. Sure. And he she says, told him if you she cures him, he will lose the vampire He powers. might lose all of his powers, yeah. He'll just be human. She's not really sure. Yeah. But she didn't take any samples of the Lamagra blood. Mm-hmm. I would have. Yeah. She could have scraped him off the floor. She, if I was, she might be on the ground licking that shit up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Tony. So anyway. Aw. So he refuses the cure and says, uh, I got a job to do. And we cut to Russia. Moscow, to be specific. Well, he says, if you want to help, make me a better serum. Yeah. 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 Which someone does, just not her. Hmm. Um, we cut to Russia, and we see, uh, very similar in the beginning of the movie, hey, I got a surprise for you. I like surprises. And this time it's a guy vampire about to do it to a girl, and he grabs her by the throat. And Blade comes over and cuts him in half, and, and that's he it. He says, uh, catch you at a bad time, Tobarsh. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> and that's Blade. No post-credit flashlight scene, because that would have been weird. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Elaine? Okay, so my favorite character is Blade. Hmm. My least favorite character is Mercury, the blonde vampire chick. My favorite scene is the opening with the sequence at the Blood Club. Hmm. I just blood rain. Yeah, it That's really just every time you every time I see it, it just gets me hyped for this movie. So it's definitely my favorite. Gotcha. Um, my favorite line is when um, Whistler says he's got the UV flashlight working, 
And he says, I got this sucker working. You want to try it tonight? And Blade picks it up and says, still heavy. And Whistler says, but you're so big. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the rubber ducks in uh, Frost Infinity Pool. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm going to give this movie a May Bay. What? Because I don't think it holds up as much as we wanted it to. And long stretches of it are very boring. <laughs> it's not enough fight scenes. Too much hanging out with Whis- Whistler and Exposition Warehouse. I, uh, it just doesn't hold up. Where I else are you going to get your exposition yeah. if you don't get an exposition warehouse? Exactly. <laughs> That's what the warehouse is for. I just think that it's not as great as we are, as you remember it to be. So, sure, watch it. Sure, don't watch it. I'm a May Bay. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Carly? My favorite character is also Blade. My least favorite character, I wrote, I don't know why, but I hated the blonde model vampire the whole movie. And then I wrote in parentheses, Mercury. <laughs> I hated her the whole movie. And she doesn't really do anything horrible. Like she should have had a bigger part, yeah. I didn't like Queen either, and he had a bigger part, but I just hated her more than him. <laughs> My favorite line was when Karen said, and I'm supposed to believe all this, and Blade said, well, you already met Mr. Crispy at the hospital. What do you think? <laughs> My favorite scene I wrote from when they threw Karen down in the hole to the end when he beat uh, Frost. Frost. And my favorite tertiary object was the exploding vampire serum. The ETA or whatever. EDTA. EDTA. The anticoagulant. I enjoyed this movie. I never saw it before. Oh, good. And I liked it, so I'm going to give it a yay. That's great. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> it was a lot longer than anything. <laughs> and I thought that while we were watching the blood fall, drain down and go through the glyphs, I thought, we could speed that up. <laughs> <laughs> that last drop of blood that goes across the the round part. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I know they're watching it, and I'm like, okay, so his blood's going through, but then we just kept watching it. We could have cut 10 minutes. <laughs> they thought they were being artistic. But yeah, it takes forever. Tony? Oh, yeah, Blade. Uh, favorite character? It's a tie between Deacon Frost and Whistler. Least favorite character is that cop guy. Favorite scene is when uh, Dragon Eddie and Frost are sitting in the archives. He's like, damn it, Frost, I'm talking to you. And he slaps the shit out of him. I love that scene. My favorite line is, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. You bastard. <laughs> he stole my line. As soon as he said it, Tony was like, easily my favorite line. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I may have been partially influenced to like this movie more by watching it with Tony because... Maybe you should watch it with Tony. He liked Whistler so much and he's like, that's a... He's so cool. Like, he's all gushing about... Like that. So all the parts <laughs> with, with Whistler I thought were great because Tony's talking about how great they are. Whistler's amazing. You didn't like those parts. I did, but... It, huh. Tony I like the character of Whistler. I just find the movie overall to have long, boring stretches. Okay. <laughs> Favorite tertiary object is the plant the Blade kills because mm-hmm. he's done, so he's gonna he's not expecting to come back. And uh, yeah, I'll get it. Goddamn. <laughs> he's like, I can't be too excited about it though. It's Carly a, gave it away. How much I like it. It's a strong A. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a definitely, it's a strong A. Right in big. Yeah, I love, I love this movie. Like yours, you wrote in big capital letters. I want strong A. <laughs> 
I can't. There's not enough space. You make room. If I make Tony bigger, then you won't have to fit, and you'll have to give it an A. I don't think oh, so. my favorite character is um, Frost. Because okay. he he had a legitimate reason. He was a bad guy with a purpose. It wasn't just like I want to be a bad guy. He's like, well, no, I want to do this because I don't like the, this house thing, and I don't like this. We're going another way. I will say, I'm sorry. You know how usually Tony's about the villains because he's like, they're the ones that are being proactive and the mm -hmm. heroes are only reacting to what the villains right. do. I think Blade and his team were more proactive than most yeah. heroes well, in, that's, their, in their hunting. Well, they are I, hunters. Yeah, I think that's because they're more anti-heroes than heroes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But I picked Deacon because he was a very much of the time, the Generation X kind of thing. It was like, well, great, you did it your way. Yeah. Well, that doesn't work for me. We're doing it our way now. Yeah. So... And we're not going to bitch about it. We're you just guys gonna aren't go. doing anything. Yeah. We're just so sitting we're, on tables. So we're going to go do this instead. Yeah. You're trying to maintain the status yeah. quo. We don't like that. Yeah. My least care. favorite character is um, also Officer Krieger because mm -hmm. he's just annoying and didn't really add anything to it. My favorite line... <sighs> and I always think he's Chris Hardwick for five seconds. <laughs> I'm going to go with a different <laughs> favorite line since Tony stole mine. And it's when he's getting shot in the hospital and he says, Motherfucker, are you out of your damn mind? <laughs> Because when you hear him getting shot, it's like, ting, ting. So it hits him in the armor. What the fuck? We have, damn do, we have to do all these movies. Yeah, we should. Um, my favorite scene is probably the entire end of the movie. Like after Deacon becomes Lamagra and Blade jumps in and that whole action sequence at the end, even when he kills him and some motherfucker's ice skating uphill and kicks him with him. That whole so end sequence. So Lamagra to death of Lamagra? Yes. When Lamagra gets there till Lamagra leaves. Might as well add the Russian scene at the end because it's only another three minutes. Right. And the <laughs> Russians at the end. <laughs> so everything with Lamagra and the Russians. Everything to the credits. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And my favorite tertiary object is the sword. Mm -hmm. Is that tertiary? It's absolutely tertiary. Yeah. Okay. If you're not going to allow it, I have backup. I I will allow it, but I still want to know what your backup is. The car. Okay. The car is definitely more tertiary. Yeah, the charger, which does makes it back for the sequel. Yeah. I also really enjoy the Blade's mom's driver's license <laughs> as a tertiary object. The tertiary object too. And the coffin. The coffin's pretty sweet. The techie one. The coffin one. bread. <laughs> the coffin bread. The coffin no. bed. Maybe, yeah. they make, maybe it makes bread, too. I, <laughs> I meant to say bad. All right, came and I will actually, I'll give this a strong yay, big capital letters, because this movie is awesome. It broke so many barriers. It was the first of its kind, first Marvel trilogy, first this, first that, blah, 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 blah. I, I and it was bolded great. you. There you go, and bold. <laughs> so, Carly. Hey, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Instagram at unmovie podcast docs, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tweet at us. We would love to hear from you. Do you have any theories about any of the Blade stuff we talked about, any of the plot holes? Let us know. There aren't any plot holes in this. Even though I hate fan theories, I'd gladly hear yours. And next How do you love, feel about the sunblock? Because I'm not cool with it. <laughs> and next week... On the podcast is Tony's pick. 2008 trick apostrophe R treat. Okay, Tony's Halloween pick. And we told Tony he could pick any movie he wanted. It didn't have to fit our criteria. And he didn't pick Blade 2. I'm very upset. Because I'm going to do that afterwards. Well, you should because have that's underappreciated and this one isn't. <laughs> this one is. It meets the criteria. Trick or treat? Trick or treat does not. Oh, criteria? No. This is his Halloween. He could yeah, pick it's a Halloween he wanted. Movie. Yeah, I told him he could pick whatever. 
as long as I hadn't seen it, which and it was leaves, a which leaves the doors so wide open you could drive you a spaceship Halloween through. Yeah, yeah, a horror movie. Well, maybe I'll do Blade Three and then you can do Blade Two. Why don't you do Blood Rain? I don't want to. No, Why don't you do Underworld? I might do Underworld. No, I mean you the know, song. but oh. in Underworld, but in Underworld she opens that secret vault with her blood in the little channel thing. So it's the same. It made me think of Underworld. Awesome. Because of Bill Nye. You are incorrect. I think you meant to say not so awesome. No, I meant to say awesome because Bill Nye. Because Uncle awesome. Billy. <laughs> have you seen it recently? I Bill Nye is amazing. I have not. <laughs> All right, well, we have it. We're gonna watch it later. Hell yeah. Bill 